Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rev up those fryers, because I am sure hungry for one Greg Hill Show. Broadcasting from beautiful and safe Brighton, Massachusetts. Woo! It's go, 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 go time. This is... Who are you? I'm out, Greg. Nice to meet you. The Greg Hill Morning Show. Tick, tick, boom. Starring... I'm Instagram famous. Quack, quack, quack. Come on, man. We go way back. You're damn right we do, Tom. You're a fraud, Greg. Greg Hill. I have every color of Stanley that's available. Wow. I'll take the Stanley for 4000 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Featuring the original spark of the Pats dynasty. Super Bowl champion Jermaine, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Wiggy. Here's how I can relate, because I'm getting real tight because you guys have no idea what you're talking about. All right, you're not tight anyway. No, I'm getting tight right now. I got three jabronis that have no idea what they're talking about. Come at me, Wiggy. I'm going to stand on business. Documented. Okay, keep ten toes down, dog. You have no clue about music. Joined by the relationship alpha. This is going to make me sound stupid, but can't you just buy your own sex doll? Courtney Cox. Curtis, are you seeing what Greg's doing here? What? Uh, Amanda slid into the DMs Valentine's Day next week. No, no, no. Listen, I have all kinds of people, male or female, who are DMing. That was a little smoke That was kind of on the nose. And accompanied by... Look at my booty in these tight pants. You can't stuff it in your mouth if you're on the phone. Two big brains behind the glass. Brian Hoyer. The quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Another stroke of sweetness. Curtis and Shime. Greg, first of all, I'd like to say hashtag floppy only. Uh, no. Thank you. Thank you. No. Nope. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Crispy Flop. forever. No. Now. Let's get down to business. It's time to party. It's time for the Greg Hill Morning Show. Good morning. Good. Hello. More morning, everybody. <laughs> hello. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. On Boston Sports Original. W-E-E-I. I'm my people. W-E-E-I. When I say Greg Hill and you say show, Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Show. All right. It's go, 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 go time. the game's begin. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Tick, tick, boom.
I'm not going to be able to do it again. I am not. There's no way. The daily arguments about music with Wiggy are exhausting. And I think he's doing it on purpose. No. Like, uh, literally. And by the way, good morning. Welcome to your show. And uh, before I even get into this nonsense, happy birthday, Chris Curtis. (gasps) 40 years old. Oh, yeah. Birthday boy. 40 years old. Happy birthday, Curtis. Happy birthday. Some of us around here who care about you remembered it, meaning me. Courtney did not remember your birthday. Okay. Doesn't care. Happy birthday, Curtis. Happy birthday. I'm so sorry I didn't say it when you walked in. Happy birthday, boy. Happy birthday. It's it's more than okay. And very, very happy to be here. And let me tell you, I I turned 40 today, Greg. Yes. I really want to get to some baseball talk. All of a sudden, I just, (laughs) I think it's just an amazing It's America's pastime. I hope you get lucky in the form of finally getting a return DM from that Celtics cheerleader oh. you were stalking on Instagram. <laughs> well, you know, but, I, uh, but anyway, yes, don't I? But anyway, don't I walk in here this morning, <laughs> high energy and excited and a smile on my face, mm-hmm. and the other numbnuts in the room says, "Well, I watched this thing on Netflix last night. Amazing! I got it. what the, the what's it called? Uh, the greatest night in pop." Fantastic. I think I recommended it to you. Uh, doesn't he tell me that Bob Dylan, the great Bob Dylan, has zero talent whatsoever? Zero. Zero talent whatsoever. My man Stevie Wonder had a talk, sing him off the ledge. I am, He looked like a dare in headlights. I, just, I can't do it anymore. Like and I you, was like expecting you, something like, because everybody was in awe of him. Yeah. Right? At well, the, they're in awe of the guy. Because he virtually created an entire musical genre in the form of folk rock. Mm -hmm. When he took out his electric guitar at the Newport Folk Festival, it changed music for the foreseeable future. Who's a folk rock artist of today? Uh, you, uh, Noah Kahan. Okay. Okay, wh- so wh- it's still I, a popular genre. Yes, it is. Courtney. It has evolved yes. in many ways. Yes. Okay, yes. because I sit here and I listen to you guys debate talking about, uh, you know, time before I was born, and it's like a history lesson every day. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. Wiggy it's... was talking about Michael Jackson and Prince not getting along. I mm-hmm. never knew that. He said Prince was a weirder dude than Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, I never Prince. knew that. Yep. <laughs> well, so... that's debatable. <laughs> they were both straight. Which, uh, the it, fact which, that they had Sheila E. in it just because they were hoping that they could get her to get Prince to come yeah, there. Yeah, it's a documentary about this is old head stuff for you and Shime and maybe even Curtis. Uh, it's a documentary about the making of the We Are the World single mm-hmm. where the Lionel Richie basically was able to get 40 of the best, most talented most famous pop stars together in one room right. to do a song together to raise money for the people of Africa. Right. So, and it was uh, Harry. It was Harry Belafonte's idea to it do was. it. Yes, it was. And yes, then, it was. And then Michael and Lionel wrote the song, and then just like you know, the whole, the whole way it all came together. And they had to do it on the AMAs at that time because that's when all those celebrities are going to be in town and be like at the Grammys. Yeah. And all the hottest artists in today's music going to a private location after the Grammys. And recording us, you know, a come together type of song. Yeah, but I will not stand for you or anyone else suggesting that Bob Dylan come is on, talent, man. talentless. He that was is- like, the, and the, you know, they talked about Bob Dylan. I didn't like know him of, I, as an artist, like, but they talked about him and they, like people in awe of him. But he was so 
fish out of water. And he it was, had he basically had Courtney level anxiety. Oh when my it came God. to singing one line in the song, right? But that's because that that was not his thing. Like he wasn't he wasn't a guy who you know was around other artists all the time, and he wasn't. His, but if you have ta- like Steve Perry was like Steve Perry, he was part of it, and he sung, and it was like amazing how talented Steve Perry was. Like he had to basically help Huey Lewis and Cindy Lauper and the other lady I don't remember figure out how to get the harmony get the harmony right. So in the harmony with them on that. No, it was, it was uh I forget the other lady's name. Uh, it was I think it was Kim Carnes. Yes, yes. What's, was, what's Bob Dylan's biggest hit? Because I can think uh, of hits for everybody else. But. Like like a Rolling Stone or Hurricane. Uh, you know, uh, rainy day women uh, number forty seven. Everybody, everybody must get stoned. You know, well, he's you know. like, no. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, would, I would say though, Wiggy, I would tread lightly. Bob Dylan is Ken Laird's like favorite artist. Yeah, because Ken knows music. Wiggy does not. Well, I mean, I right. had never seen him in anyway, person until anyway. I got he got all around all these other. Your boy Bruce was really good though. Bruce was great. My, yes. Anyway, let's avoid the topic right. so as to not argue. But all I right. would I would recommend it. It is on yeah. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Now, uh, as long as we're on the topic of Netflix, dramatic uh, announcement from the Boston Red Sox yesterday. Crazy. Uh, They will be the featured Major League Baseball team Mm -hmm. in a a Netflix series, much like the series that they have done on the PGA Tour or on uh, the quarterback series that they did or... Uh, the series on F1 racing or what have you. I think it's great for the Red Sox. I mean, I, yeah. I don't, uh, you know, they maybe they should have chosen, maybe maybe the Red Sox wish they chose a season in which they were going to be more competitive, but uh, maybe that will create the drama that they want on Netflix. I, I am confused, though, because everything I've read is that Sam Kennedy has been working on this for quite some time. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, wouldn't this season, if they know, because they have to decide on th- these things well in advance, if Netflix says okay, we're gonna we're gonna green light this. We're gonna do it for the twenty twenty four season. Don't you think they'd be spending, spending, spending? Like this is the time to shine. This is the time to put the Red Sox back on the map, and to to have a team with so little luster, so mm-hmm. little so little glitter about them it's going probably, into it. It's probably a boomer issue where Sam Kennedy went to John Henry. And told him about it, and John Henry said, "What is Netflix?" Uh, is maybe what is, might, might be what happened. I hate to have a negative slant, Greg, because God knows I'm positive about the Red Sox, especially on your birthday. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, Sam Kennedy, Executive of the Year. Um, by the way, quick note on that: everybody, Bill, all of Bill's people say Bill didn't draft Mac Jones. So then, why did he accept Executive of the Year in 2021 for drafting Mac Jones? I I, I will say this about you. You were able to turn a quick discussion about yeah, the Red anyway, Sox on sorry. Netflix into uh, expressing your hate for Bill Belichick. I just find that to be so laughable. Everybody's like, he won executive of the year in 2021, but he didn't even draft the player. Anyway, so, um, I, I would say that the star of this Netflix series is an inanimate object. It is Fenway Park. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. And this is a way, just like Wiggy didn't know about Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. just like I didn't know about that awful... Um, uh, kit uh, the the break in an entry in the that series we watched earlier in California. This is a way to introduce the Netflix audience to the biggest star, which is the stadium they play in, yeah. to get people into the tourist attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they could have. There's two Netflix series coming out. One of them is a documentary about the '04 season, 
And then the other one is a docu-series about the 2024 season. So if they wanted to just do that, mm-hmm. put out the 04 season. Because this, because Fenway Park's different now than it was in 04. They didn't even have, like, monster Yeah, but it's and... the, st- it, the allure about going to Fenway Park is still the same. I'm with Greg. Yeah. I think it's great for the, like you said, it's great for the team. It, just... it is. I mean, the players had to approve it. Right. It's great for them. Right. Like, you and know, they're going to approve it once but... the front office approves it. What do you mean? Like uh, once once management approves it, well, yeah, uh, I think be, it's your kind of like. Yeah, I mean, there could be some players who did, like if Chris Sale were here, mm-hmm. maybe Chris Sale wouldn't want the attention on him. I I have no idea, but mm-hmm. the players had the and good on the Red Sox for going yeah. to the players and saying we're not doing this unless you're into it. It's great for them. Those does it guys, give us a little look into maybe some of their thought process? I, like, I hope it does. I mean, I I hope you will get to see the. Back and forth between John Henry and and uh, <laughs> Sam Kennedy and mm-hmm. Craig Breslow. I, I can't wait for the episode on the on Linda's organic garden. <laughs> this is going to add a little spice to Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, I can't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, right. we get it in the background of a shot. You know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Anyway, good news for the Red Sox, and we got a lot to get to on this morning show, including the leads coming up in just about 10 minutes at 625 this morning. I'm in, I, I'm in two different directions on my lead. One, one of which is, well, they're both sports related. Thank you. Shocker. <laughs> uh, one is golf and one is college sports. Oh, I, I don't, need to, I, mean, I, don't, I don't need to know now. I'm leaning toward the golf one. I like the college sports, but it's your lead. College sports one though could be a topic that we could, could we could discuss huh? separately. I don't know. Anyway, leads coming up in ten minutes. They said it at seven. That's a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. And just for Curtis, I think we have some audio from Douchey Joe post game last night after, after the Celtics game. So uh, the Douchey Joe segment <laughs> coming up at seven. On uh, no. this morning, I don't know what he's upset about. The, no, man, I mean, the, man, the man is the coach of the number one team in the NBA. Why, right. why, why is he always angry? Why I guess because you played down to the level of competition, I'm even just, though you I'm won. Just, okay, I know, but, but so why well, are you being like that uh, to the media? Why, 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 oh, I didn't hear it. So trying, yeah, it's, well, he's always angry with the media. You'll never guess which reporter he gets snippy <laughs> with either. <laughs> yes, I, I actually like Douchey Joe. You do? I think it's like part of his. Um, you know, persona. Oh, uh-huh. so you then, like douches? <laughs> I mean, some of them can. You know, some of them like it, and like the way he carries himself. Yeah. Like he's getting emergency, his team to play, uh, play emer- good. Emergency top five favorite Wiggy douches. Um, I'd uh, say Joe Aaron- Mazzula's in the top five. Joe Mazzula, Aaron Rodgers, is he up there? Um, yes, <laughs> number one. <laughs> Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie's definitely. Up. Antonio LeBron Brown. is up there. LeBron, oh, Antonio Brown. Right. Wiggy loves a douche. He really does. <laughs> Yeah. I don't really know if you put Antonio Brown in the douche category. Yeah. I think these level up. All right. Well, they said it at, at seven. Um, speaking um, of douchiness, sorry, I have a douche move today. If ruling, you want to do that? Yeah. Uh, we could do that. At it's seven. not going to hurt any sponsors. It's not. No. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh. We could we could do that at seven. We could do that at seven twenty. Perfect. Uh, news with Courtney coming up at seven thirty, and the way in which today's. Pervert Teacher Association inductee was apprehended. It means that technology has reached a new level when it comes to arresting those who are fornicating with their students. So we'll get to that during the news. And Mike Milbury will join us at 830 and we will talk Boston Bruins with Mike Milbury. And what are we doing with Chris Curtis coming up at nine on this morning's show? But right now, Courtney, and what is trending this first hour? 
Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. The Celtics took down the Hawks last night, 125-117. to It was a Kristaps, Porzingis, and Derek White night. Kristaps had 31 points, while Derek White had 21. 12 of those coming from White in the fourth quarter. Four threes made for Derek White mm. in this one. Yeah. Two guys who put that team on their back last night. They do like to keep these teams hanging around. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, you know, I maybe they're that great. They don't have to turn it on until the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually you're going to get bitten <laughs> when you play that way. The Seas also made a move ahead of the trade deadline, which is today. They acquired Xavier Tillman from the Grizzlies, sending Memphis two future round uh, picks and Lamar Stevens. Al Horford talked about Tillman after last night's win. It's definitely a benefit, um, you know, looking forward to having him um, here. And um, and he's a guy that has has played on good teams um, and understands how to play. And, um, you know, and yeah, I, I look forward to, you know, playing with him and seeing how, you know, he's going to be able to help us down the stretch. The Bruins are in action tonight. They have the Canucks in town. Puck drop is at 7. Mike Reese is reporting that Brian Belichick will return to the Patriots as the safeties coach for the oh, 2024 right. season. Okay. So Brian Belichick staying in Foxborough. Oh, that means there's no bad blood. Yeah. Nope. Okay. All Interesting. And all it means is that uh, what we kind of talked about is that Steven probably realizes that Gerard's going to be calling the plays, even though their relationship was good, but wanted to say, hey, listen, I need to go somewhere else to show that this is what I want to do and I can do it without uh, my dad and now you probably take an old play call. Mm-hmm. The Waste Management Open starts today. The first round tees off at 9.20 a.m. And as we get ready for the big game, some news for Wiggy. Usher is teasing that his halftime performance will have some surprise guests. He has so many collabs, I yeah. would expect that. Better be Bieber. Lil John? No, uh, definitely Lil John. Okay. Yeah. Ludacris. <laughs> Maybe Alicia Keys. Yeah. Could be Luda. Maybe Justin. Bob Dylan. Maybe Bob Dylan. <laughs> if he's Bob. not too nervous. <laughs> yeah. To perform in front of people. <laughs> and that was brought to you Do by Dr. another one. <laughs> Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Rob Ninkovich and Christian Foyer. You can call them at 1-800-GET-HAIR. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. 27 degrees, clear skies, beautiful day, sunny afternoon, high in the mid-40s. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine, threw the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you, people call. Say beware, doll, you're bound to fall. You thought they were all kidding you. You used to laugh about everybody that was hanging out. Now you don't talk so loud. Now you don't seem so proud. So that is, was the hit. That's pure genius yeah. when it comes to songwriting. Uh, the singing is the singing. Oh, songwriting's different. The I mean, man has a distinctive voice. If you're just joining us, you missed Wiggy. 
as soon as I walked in here, ruining my day <laughs> by telling me that he watched this Netflix documentary on the making of the We Are the World single and that Bob Dylan has no talent. Zero. I believe he, the word he said yes. was zero. Is the, Bob... Wait, what? Is Bob Dylan still with us? Yes, Bob is still with us. Oh, Potential no. jinx scenario, though, hmm. by bringing it up. And I blame that on <laughs> Wiggy, my guy Wiggy. This is Mike from Florida. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. Good morning. What's up? So, w- Wiggy, I get it. You know, you hear the voice, and that's instantly you're going to go to, oh, he's got no talent. Well, you know, it- it's like it's like, you know, somebody like Tom Brady. Somebody would say, well, he doesn't have the same talent as – you know, Mahomes or some of these other gifted yes. quarterbacks that are athletic. But great his analogy. songwriting talent was his songwriting talent was what made him so great. And you wouldn't have some of the biggest hits from artists like Jimi Hendrix without Bob Dylan because Jimi Hendrix's biggest hits by far were the ones that were written by Bob Dylan. Yes. And like, Courtney, like all, Mike, like all along the watchtower. Correct, yes. as, as well as Hey Joe. Yes. Um, yes. Courtney, you'll, you'll be happy to know that probably uh, one of your well-known songs by a country artist that was a huge hit, um, Darius Rucker, did Wagon Wheel, which was also written by Bob Dylan. Okay, yes. see? Yes. Now you. we're talking, Mike. Yeah, right. Now we're getting there. You go. <laughs> we're, in a, we're, into, we're into an area that the young heads can appreciate. I get it now. Good morning man, Stephen, one that had to mimic his voice. Good morning to the young heads. <laughs> Who are listening to this radio show, and I and I, I thank them immensely. And they, good morning, Amanda, and hopefully later, in honor of, of Hootie, we can hold hands. Good morning to Amanda, streaming the show this morning at her accountant's desk, doing her taxes. Uh, and to those of you who have yet to try streaming this show, very simple. Just go to weei.com. Then you can listen to us from anywhere, wherever you are, whatever you're doing this morning. Um, and you can also do that on the Odyssey app. And the great thing about the Odyssey app is if you miss something, like Wiggy sounding ignorant this morning at the start of the show about Bob Dylan, no. you can, you, if you miss that, you can go back on the Odyssey app right. and listen to it as if it were happening now. And you know what you could also do? You could go to Netflix and you could watch The Greatest Night in Pop and you yeah. can make your own decisions. Yes, 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 you can. <laughs> what you think. Yes, you can. This is John from Drake It. Uh, not Drake It, but... Oh, it says, Dra- it says uh, Drake It on the computer. I apologize on behalf right. uh, on behalf of Jackson on my staff. I apologize. That's all right. Craxon, so, as we, uh, call, welcome, as we to, call him. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, to, uh, welcome to your show, Greg. Thank you. Uh, I was calling to ask whatever happened to Larry the Lawyer. Oh, I love Larry the Lawyer. Uh, Larry Me the too. Lawyer, he is now a judge in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, right. and therefore... Not allowed mm. to participate in any kind of a radio segment. But it's Larry the Judge. Um, uh, it's it's Judge Larry. So uh, <laughs> should anybody require any kind of help, I'm sure he would help us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did like ask a, ask an attorney. One of the all time great segments. Okay, probably uh, have other attorneys. Oh, I just need one. I, uh, oh, I now, thought she was going to the other guy. Speaking of old heads, I thought she was going to the other old head. You won't believe. You won't believe who's on the phone. And what he saw in person, the great Neil from Nahant, who rides his bicycle to every single road show, <laughs> including the snow show in New Hampshire. Yes. Uh, Neil, good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's yeah, up? Uh, I, I was there in Newport, and uh, he went electric, and the crowd booed the, sh- the heck out of him. Yeah. But eventually they came around, and it was fabulous. But I got a little trivia thing. I was I was in uh, my wife and I were in Turks and Caicos, and uh, 
I'm sitting next to this doctor, and I'm talking to him, and uh, he said he was from Hibbing, Minnesota. So I said to him, oh, geez, you must know uh, uh, Bob Dylan. He, ah, my daughter dated him. <laughs> then I said, how about Kevin McHale? And he said, I delivered him. <laughs> my, my, wife, my wife's first question is, how big was he, you know? But there's another celebrity that was born in, uh, in Hibbing, and, and see if you guys can get it. David Brednoy. There's three people from uh, uh, Hibbing that were oh, uh, pretty the, famous. The, the uh, late, great radio talent here in Boston, it's, David, David exactly, Brednoy. Exactly. Very interesting. Neil, thank you. But anyway. Neil, I can't believe you were at the, right. so you were at the Newport Folk Festival right. when Bob Dylan went electric. I'm guessing probably, Neil, you were high as a kite. Uh, all right. All right. Did he sing or did he just stand there and like, uh, oh, my God, there's too many people to perform. What am I going to do? What about um, in that documentary? It's I think it, it, it was it Michael uh, who wanted them. No, Stevie Wonder wanted them to sing in We Are the World. Mm-hmm. Some of the lines in Swahili. Yes. And there was, <laughs> Curtis is going to love this, there was a country star there. Yeah. Who was that? Waylon Jennings. Yes, Waylon Jennings was there. <laughs> and so they're trying to start having Stevie Wonder sing some of the lines in Swahili. And Waylon Jennings gets all frustrated and pissed off and says, I'm not singing in Swahili and storms out of the recording session. For and, and Quincy Jones is like, oh, we lost Waylon. We lost Waylon Jennings. He's like, I don't know that language. <laughs> no one knew it. Everybody was like, come on, Stevie. All right. Anyway. Wiggy you got to watch us. it, though. Wiggy derailed us this morning. I, I can't help it. It was the, good. With the discussion about We Are the World. You picked and the, a good the, one, Greg. And the documentary and, and, and Bob Dylan. Let's get right to this. This is the Greg Hill Show. Time now for The Lead. I'm not afraid of getting older. I'm one less day. From dying young, I see the light Go past my shoulder, I'm one less day From dying young, I see my life Like a train on a one-way track, I've made mistakes And I couldn't take them back And I've been running around in circles till I'm dizzy, I can't lie But every night I go to sleep's a day that I survive I'm not afraid I I don't know the song. I love it so far, but I don't know the artist or the song. Uh, this this would be Rob Thomas, normally the the frontman of Matchbox Twenty, oh. uh, but as a solo artist. Okay. Uh, with uh, one less day because this is Curtis's request for his birthday. Curtis, oh. I didn't realize you had actual feelings, like a human being. Hold on, let that breathe for a second. I love it. It's Curtis's 40th birthday, and we are obviously experiencing emo Curtis. Yeah, emo in his feels. Are you sentimental? Are you sentimental about this birthday, your 40th? Uh, I'll just do my lead now. I am very. Okay. Uh, oh, this, that's your lead. I'm sorry. Well, no, that's fine. No, uh, it's just that, uh, I mean this sincerely. 
I never thought I would make it to 40, ever. And a decade ago, I was working across the street, and I remember sitting in my car drinking on my 30th birthday before going home, and I had a weekend. We were going to Lenox. We were going with Pudge, and we were going to do this thing. And any time I left Boston, I was so paralyzed with fear about how I was going to be able to hide my drinking or conceal it or whatever. And I remember just sitting there just being like, is this my life? I have the job I always wanted, and I'm getting bombed in the parking lot. And the notion of getting to 40, the notion of getting to 31 was so absurd. And what this show has provided me is the opportunity to be exactly who I am and to get to know people in that way as well. And I'm writing a bit and doing other things, and there is an addictive nature to sobriety, which is that you are able to meet people who, because of knowing me or whatever, walk up to me at events, walk up to me in my, my normal life and tell me their story and their struggle. And it is so amazing. There was one person at the Ernie Bach event who came up to me at the end of the show and he said, you know, I, um, I drove 90 minutes here today. To just tell you, I got to three months today. And oh it's like God. stories like that are incredible. And I feel like there's so many people that <clears throat> we all hear bad news constantly. And I think the the listeners of this show have provided me a great opportunity. And I just am so eternally grateful for all of you and um, the great privilege I get to work with you guys. So thank you. Right. We love you, Curtis. Curtis. Keep fighting a good fight. Uh, uh, how how are the rest of us going to do our dumb leads? Uh, that, I, I, that That's... So moving, Curtis. Mm-hmm. I, it's it, we really are afforded an unbelievable opportunity, which is getting to know people that we don't even in uh, in many cases ever meet. So, and it's really I, I'm you you're you, what you've done, Curtis. When it comes to your recovery, is is really impressive. And and uh, those of you who listen to Curtis on the radio, you might think that he's a real dink, uh, but in person, he's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I That's would, why so I second chance. I, I would just say that he really isn't. Right. I mean, would you would you second that? He's not. Yeah, a and that's person. why I would say. Definitely that's not. why I would say second <laughs> chances are amazing. Yeah, you know? Curtis, we love you. Yeah, Thank you. love you. God bless uh, America. All right, keep uh, trucking. Yep. Your your lead this morning, Shime. Uh yeah. Happy birthday, Curtis, and your tremendous ass. Proud of you. Uh, <laughs> but is, uh, you know, phenomenal. a lot of times when uh, individuals get to their forties, they lose it when it comes to their butt. Not him. No, Perfect. it just gets better. Perfect ass, day by day. It Those is, walks. It's exquisite. One might say. One of the seven wonders of the world. Shime, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Yes. Uh, so good morning. Uh, Nick Saban is going to be joining college game day mm. this season. And I found it so interesting that the greatest college coach of all time had an exact plan when he retired, knew exactly what he wanted to do. He got out of college football and immediately less than uh, two months later is signed to college game day, ready to go for next season. He had a job lined up when he retired. However, when you look at the greatest coach of all time in the NFL, was more or less forced out of his job and didn't have a job. Mm. He he got he interviewed with a team twice who didn't offer him the job and then just sat there with two jobs left and they chose Dan Quinn over <laughs> Bill Belichick. And so I just find it I and I think it goes back to because we've seen Nick Saban go on the Pat McAfee show now a couple times. You've seen him on college game day previously. I think people, I think this is just a reflection 
of whether or not people around you really like you. And it's I, I think people came to like Nick Saban and like his attitude and like the way he was doing things on air and interacting with other people where Belichick seemed more closed off and didn't build those relationships. And it's the clear-cut difference between two of the greatest football coaches we've ever seen. Okay. Thank you very much, Shime. I think Shy missed the news in like the last two weeks. Bill was offered a job by Fox, and he turned down the Falcons' job. So, <laughs> I mean, well. for somebody who people can't stand, he was could, he offered a job by Fox? Uh, that was the r- reports out there. there. Are, no, there were there rumors are, that they the, were interested in Bill Belichick, yeah. but there was no rumors that he was offered yeah, a job. Yeah, but he turned it down. He turned down the... Well, he, 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 Boomer says he turned down the Falcons, Jeff. Right. Yes. And it was all over the place that, I believe it was Fox, I'm, I'm not sure if, what it was, but they were the station that were like really wanted him, and maybe he yeah. just said, no, maybe he's, that's his... Similar to Bob maybe. Dylan, he has stage fright when he's around maybe, maybe. The people. Courtney, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Happy birthday, Curtis. We love you so much. Um, you. I, this is a follow-up lead for me because a few weeks ago when Taylor Swift wore that jacket that was heard around the world, seen around the world by Kristen Juicecheck, we talked about it on the show and a lot of people were saying, well, she already has all this money in the world. It's not a small business, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Well, she finally got a licensing deal with the NFL. So she is able to use um, and profit off of logos and mm. any type of NFL um, uh, merch. Merch. She has created a vest that is now on sale um, for auction. You're, if you're watching on Twitch right now, you can see that. Uh-huh. That's a Kristen Juice Check original. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Yep, it That's start nice. the the auction. A big uh, big vest guy over here. <laughs> Same, I'm wearing uh, one today. You know who the biggest <laughs> many vest? Many times it's a puffy vest. What, right. what is it, Curtis? Gresh loves a vest. <laughs> oh, he yes, does he love does. a vest and the sweatpants. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and Tailgater, nineteen ninety three. Nobody cares. Well, let me get to the punchline here. Uh-huh. Um, it's starting. The auction starts today at noon and runs mm. through Saturday at noon. Uh, she's going to be on the Today Show this morning. She has all the money in the world. We can all agree on that. All proceeds for this vest are going to the breast cancer, um, the, uh, breast cancer foundation. Uh-huh. So her mom passed away from breast cancer, I believe. Uh, She's going to talk about that on the Today Show this morning. So that is the reason why she is doing it. I think she's going to do a lot of good with her line of clothing that she comes out with. Uh, So I think, you know, she was a blip in the radar, you know, a few weeks ago. I think that it should continue to be talked about because she is a woman who is doing doing good in the world uh, with her talents. Great lead. Thank All you. Right. And it's the it's the era of the wags. Shout out to Taylor Swift for putting her on the map. Okay. Um... We'll get to your lead. You got it. Coming up next. Uh-huh. And then we'll get to my lead. Uh-huh. And I had I had two options. I chose uh, golf. So okay. Um, is one somebody on this show was recently called a liar. Oh, is one of the 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 professional golf tours most well known legendary golfers a legit liar. That's my lead coming up in just a little bit. Yeah, Wiggy's right. Zero talent. Oh, that's Jimmy Hendrix. In the body. The the song was written by Bob Dylan. You ninny. I know that. Oh, you know who Candy Burris is? Yes. Yeah, she's written a lot of songs. Candy Burris. Yeah. Yeah, no so is Ryan Tedder. Real Housewives of Atlanta, Candy Burris. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh welcome to your show. 
It's Curtis's 40th birthday. We got a couple leads left, including Wiggy's. Wiggy, good morning. All right, good morning. So I think you asked the question just briefly, but I'm going to highlight it with this Boston Celtics team. What are they? Are they a team that plays down to the level of their competition because they're that good and they Mm -hmm. feel like they can just turn it on in the fourth quarter? Yep. Um, Great question. Or is this a team that when you look at them, it they need something, and maybe this is from the coach or whoever, to get them motivated to understand what they have at hand. Because, you know, you look at last night's game against the Hawks, I just, at times, it, it almost feels like a, a group, of, like a team that goes to the YMCA that just plays pick up with a bunch of random guys and you know that the team is way better they could just turn it on but you're like why aren't they blowing this other you know these five guys out yeah and I and I get that feeling when I look at this team and I don't know if I should be concerned or if I should be like all right well you know when they play the good teams they'll be up and and I'm I'm kind of I'm caught between two worlds on do I concern myself or should this be a bigger concern moving forward yeah yeah I mean, I they we talked about it at the start of the show. They let these teams hang around, mm-hmm. and at some point, that's going to bite you in the in the Curtis. You know, uh, <laughs> it's a it is it's it's just. But then again, if they are that talented, mm-hmm. then when it gets to the playoffs, they'll turn it on, and it won't happen. And so, they'll be playing against uh, relatively good teams in the playoffs, so maybe they'll come out and say, all right, we got to play yeah. up to our level of talent. It's just it's something that I'm going to keep my eye on. Also, side note, the fact that Joe Mazzula is not allowed to coach back-to-back NBA All-Star games seems ridiculous to me. Oh, I mean, really? No, no disrespect to Doc Rivers, but... Like, Doc Rivers has coached, like, five games since he's been back, and he's the coach of the East because you're not allowed to coach back-to-back games. It's, uh, really? My guess yeah. is that's so that Joe Mazzulla can get a vacation. I'm serious. I, I don't you think, think so? Yeah, I think that it's like the Pro Bowl. So the team that loses the AFC Championship years past mm-hmm. would coach the Pro Bowl, and the same with the NFC. I feel like this is a way for Mazzulla to not – if you have the best team every year, yeah. then – You'd have to coach the All Star Game. This way, he gets to take whatever three. Well, can it be his decision though? So it's like flex time, right? Yes, right. He'll coach remotely. Right. Well, let it be his decision. Where if he wants to coach, he could do it. But if he wants to take the little break, then it looks like all right. You're giving the guy the best the opportunity to to be the All Star coach every year, which he deserves. All right, Wiggy. Thank you very much. You got it. Great lead from you. Great leads from everybody so far this morning. The Live Media Guide for this upcoming golf season Mm. is out. And some are raising their eyebrows when it comes to reading the bio of one Phil Mickelson. In his bio, Phil claims 47 holes in one. Uh, five, five, Five of which happened in PGA events, so you can document those. But he claims 40 in his in his uh, lifetime of playing uh, professional golf claims that he has had 47 uh, holes in one. Uh, if you'd like to reference that against some of the other greats, uh, Tiger Woods has 20 holes in one uh, with three in PGA events. Arnie Palmer has 21. And Jack Nicholas has 20. So, uh, 
27. My question would be, is it uh, is it possible that Phil Mickelson has more than doubled up the all-time greats of the game when it comes to holes in one, or is he perhaps being a little disingenuous? Capping, uh, ca- as Wiggy might say. Do you on think this. he thought everybody was going to lie and inflate their numbers, <laughs> and then he got the book and said, shoot. Uh, Greg, I think it's a very plausible. I'm reading a story from ESPN. In 1994, Kim Jong-il, <laughs> in his first ever round of golf, had 11. Uh, yes, so, true. I yes. mean... Phil has been playing a lot more than Kim Jong Il. Well, how mu- how much golf do you think he has played? Well, he probably. I'm guessing. Does he play a couple hundred? Uh, like, how many rounds do you think he plays a year? Okay. Uh, like a uh, uh, couple hundred. I yeah. mean, I, so it's, I mean, I, it's possible. You know how hard it is to get one, though. But if you're a professional, Tiger only has twenty, and he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, but Tiger even tells you, like, when he. When he plays golf, his big thing is how many times do you actually fire at the flag in a round? He's like maybe once, maybe twice, and he is, so he's so he's firing to a spot. Whereas like if Phil Mickels, if Tiger wanted to fire at the pin mm-hmm. more often, he probably could have had a higher number. What? <laughs> so you're saying that Tiger doesn't want to get a hole in one? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just telling you that he has outright said before, like the way he plays golf is. I don't fire at the pin. I, f- I pick a spot, and I'm aggressive to my spot, uh-huh. but it's not necessarily aggressively at the pin. Because he's so, practicing what he's going to do in tournaments, yeah, correct? Yeah, so like if, right. if, if Phil Mickelson decides, mm, I'm going to go out and play the, the island green at, at Sawgrass a hundred times today, <laughs> he could probably fire off and hit a couple hole-in-ones <laughs> okay. because he's really, really good. But okay, So he Sean. can play around and attempt for a hole-in-one once a week. Yeah. I believe uh, by the way, it's also interesting that the lying golfer in the group of us has sympathy for Phil Mickelson on this. <laughs> I don't lie about anything. Uh, <laughs> that handicap was a little off. I just you know, feel like as a pro and if you, on. as a pro, if you play that much golf and these are like practice golf that you're playing and you try it, I feel like that's something reasonable that you can get. If you're okay. playing how let's say he's played 50,000 rounds of golf <laughs> in his life. I'm just throwing that number out there because he's been playing forever. Yeah. I could see like a par three. How many par threes? There's a Four. million par threes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I could see him, okay. you know, knocking down. So a if, if if you use Wiggy's number, 50,000 rounds of golf would equal 900,000 holes. Yeah. Which means that he gets a hole in one on point zero 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 five holes. Yeah. It just seems somewhat. Uh, it seems somewhat unbelievable to mm-hmm. me that he has more than double the three greatest golfers of all time. Tiger, like Shime Tiger, says, Arnie, and and uh, Jack. I, I just Tiger practices different. Isn't it uh, kind of a douche move too if he picked a hole that he's like, oh, I can get an easy hole in one here, and he just keeps going back to that right. hole <laughs> yeah, just to yeah, up just his to, number? To, to like up that's not legit. Yeah. Well, it's practice. Right. Well, those are the leads this morning. Coming up, we'll get to they said it. Uh, quick back and forth on what they said in sports yesterday, including some douchey Joe audio from last night post game. We'll get to that next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up this morning, the news with Courtney at 7.30, and that includes today's inductee into the Pervert Teacher Association, and she was apprehended using the very latest in technology. So we will get to that and the rest of the news in a half an hour. And then Mike Milbury will join us at 8.20 this morning, and we'll talk Bruins with Mike Milbury tomorrow on the show, the first ever app off in advance of the Super Bowl, Curtis. I cannot wait. Nobody answered me when I said we should create uh, Instagram-like cooking videos so that people can make the app that they choose for the Super Bowl. Okay. Are you guys all down with that? I'll do that, yeah. Okay. So videos of us cooking the app? Yes, yes. Whatever you're going to prepare for tomorrow's Mm -hmm. app off, Mm -hmm. I want a video of you putting it together like every single person on Instagram does every single day. And you're going to have to edit out the girl that's making it. I'm going to make it myself on this baby. I am going solo. What if it's much my like, much like I make my way through life? Oftentimes, um, Curtis, oh, solo. What if it's my or, family um, recipe and alone, I don't want to alone and happy to be what? show anything? What? what? If it's my family recipe and I don't want to show you, anything, you have to do it. It doesn't matter. Hey, can okay. we get a Jason Derulo riding solo <laughs> rejoin? Uh, this uh, it, it's Curtis's birthday. This is Debbie. Hello, Debbie. Well, hello, team. How are you? What's going on? Uh, nothing much. I just wanted to wish Curtis a happy 40th. That's your friend, Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Oh! We met Debbie at the uh, yeah, several so events. Deb and Doug, yep, Deb and Doug want to say happy 40th to you, Chris. Thank you, Debbie. I appreciate it very much. You're very welcome, sir. How's everything going? Good? Uh, everything's great. You know, I got these four Neanderthals, but everybody, <laughs> everything else is going well. Actually, Jeez. three. Courtney's I not mean, a Neanderthal. Which... <laughs> Thank you? I mean, no, I mean, no. Jackson's great. Greg's oh. awesome. Courtney, you're the best. And Wiggy, you're all right, too. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Can you send send Jackson in here? I want him to get me some audio. Can you send him in here? I don't see him. Can you? Curtis, have you seen Jackson? Uh, not right. Not recently, no. Okay. Will you just send him in here before the end of this break? I'll text him. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you could, Curtis. Go find him, Curtis. I'll go yell. Um, well, you don't have to go right the second. Okay, I'll go. To, just... I'll go during the commercial uh, period. Okay, that would be great. Thank you. My, my pleasure. If we could get to this, it would be great as well. 
It's time for Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. They they want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Said it. Wake up the dumb bambino and have me face him. Maybe I'll drill him in the eye. They said it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com. I'm just going to say it. Time for a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in the sports. Where would you like to begin this morning, Shine? Well, Greg, I hate to rile Curtis up on his birthday, oh. but it's time we hear from Douchey Joe. Uh, Gary Washburn asked a question about... Uh, Can we over- get this to stick? Douchey Joe is sellable. <laughs> I like it. I don't know what he's upset about. I'm just. Try- I'm still trying to figure out what he's angry about. <laughs> Oh. He's got a great opportunity. He's coaching the best team currently in the NBA record-wise. What's he so upset? What's he so angry about? The best part, Greg, is it's not even a direct answer to the question that he's angry about. <laughs> okay. Here's what. Here was the exchange. Are you pleased with how you guys are responding to some of the adversity? Jason's didn't get a lot of calls tonight, and you, you guys seem to k- kind of grind this one out. Yeah. As a- yeah, I mean, I thought the way we played the game tonight was kind of how I would like our approach to be. Is like we were down two. Uh, at the first quarter, but it didn't. You, it didn't. We didn't really show whether or not we were winning or losing, right? Um, and then we win the second one by six, and then we get a 23-point quarter coming out in the third, which nobody wants to talk about the third quarter since we had a good one, 23-point quarter. Nobody. All right, we'll just wait till the next bad one. Um, but I think just the approach that we had throughout the entire game is like we never wished for it to be over. We never wished for things to be a little bit easier. We never just kind of we just played the game, uh, continues to chip away at it, and I think uh, that's the space that we have to live in. Yeah, no I love Douchey Joe. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Why? It's just because he's like, you know, I think he came into this. A lot of people were dumping on him because of the way he came in. Mm-hmm. Then he has success, and then uh, people are still dumping on him. Now he's got success. What te- success do they have? Success in a, a successful season in the it sense was last of last year. Would you call that a successful year? No, no, no. But for a coach who was thrown into it, no. At, I'm just asking. Would you call last year a successful for him? Season? Yes. You think losing to the Heat is a successful season for with that roster? F- for him, yes. For somebody who got thrown into it at the like right before the season, so you stopped. picked the, the Heat to win that series. No, I said for him, <laughs> for him, yes. So a I mean, failure for Tatum, the, the, but no, no, but the, no, no. Listen, a successful <laughs> season for him, yes. Yeah. What's not a successful what, what, season thing, for me as a fan. What's a successful is, season this year for him? He has to get to the NBA Finals. So even if they lose, it's a uh, successful season. No, I said he has to get to the he NBA. He has to win them. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, yeah, he has to win they have to win. Okay. Yes, Good. they have to um, win. Fair. That, I mean, I guess what he doesn't understand is when, you, when your team is letting a team like the Atlanta Hawks hang around. I get it. That's going to be the question. And and they're, the, the question is not going to be, geez, you played great in that first quarter. Uh, can you tell us about that? The question is going to be what happened in the, in the third quarter. Like, I don't know how he doesn't no, get that. He said the I, third quarter was good. You didn't want to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about it. Right. Whatever. Right. Whatever. But, but here's the issue. Like, I understand that Bill didn't like me. I'm kind of a dink. Like, I, I, I asked him annoying questions. I didn't wasn't a fan of his at times. Whatever. Gary Washburn is a great reporter. He is one of the only salvageable things at the Boston Globe. He's an excellent NBA writer. He's fair. He doesn't ask gotcha questions. And Missoula re- reacts in that way. It doesn't make sense. Because he don't like him. Because of that whole three-point thing yeah. that Gary Washburn, Washburn wrote about him. All right, what's next, Sean? Well, Greg, uh, yesterday on the Jones and Mego program, they had Brian Scalabrini on. And I got to say, 
point Courtney Cox. Oh. Her lead the other day was about Jalen Brown. He shouldn't be in the dunk contest. Uh-huh. Scal may have uh, echoed a bit of Courtney's concerns. Mm. Here was Brian Scalabrini. I feel like that it's pretty taxing on your body to do a dunk contest, right? But that's I don't know if that is or not. That's why I kind of feel like star players, like you got to think, you got to warm up, you got to stretch out, you got to mentally be. It's not like you could just show up and, and and shoot some threes. Like it's I think it's really taxing on your body. So I'm happy that he's doing what he wants to do. And I'm and I'm not gonna I'm never gonna tell anybody you shouldn't do it. But I'd be curious if like the toll on your body for a star player is worth it. But I mean, Jalen Brown, so far, it looks like he's in incredible shape. He's never the guy that ever slows down, like on a back-to-back, or it doesn't feel like he's ever nursing anything, you know? So uh, if he feels like he can do it, do it. But I just, in my mind, the reason why the Stars have backed out of that is because of my, it's like a really long season, and the toll it takes is probably a lot. Okay, well, Courtney. Oh, All right. He's so All right. dumb. Nobody's uh, ever gotten hurt in the history of the slam dunk contest. Yep, we know no. that. But it's going to take a lot for Jalen Brown to get through a dunk contest well, in the middle of a season when they could be going to an NBA championship. That's all I was saying. Yeah, you know what? And you know what? You know what? You and Scal are right oh, about poor Greg and Wiggy and yeah, Curtis and Chime. I, they have to do non-sports no, no, no. topics to get Courtney involved. <laughs> yeah, here's, what, here's what I would say that to Courtney and Scal. Luckily, Jordan and Wilkins, when they Dominique Wilkins, when they played, they didn't play eighty-two game seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Scal, they played eighty-two game seasons. No, it, Jordan did it. But he's saying, but Wiggy, stop he's it! Saying, I don't want to hear it. It's been seven years, and I heard this last night watching the game. Since an all-star player has done it, it's not taxing on their body. They're just scared to get embarrassed. Then, no way. <laughs> That's Wiggy, all it is. Wiggy, so you're telling me that there was a period of time where the slam dunk contest was the who's who. Yes. And now in a in It's a always day, been that way. And now in a day and age where yep. everybody's taking better care of their body, making sure that they're recovering better, right. making sure that the longevity right. is there. Right. That now now they you think it's because they're nervous about embarrassing themselves That's, and not their actual yep. well-being? You're making my point. No, they no, take, I'm not. You, you know why? Because they take care of their bodies way better than they did 15, 20 years ago. So it's easier for them to recover recover because they're taking so it's much. Not, it has nothing it, to do it with has, it, it. No, it, it, has, it has to do with they don't want to be embarrassed maybe. in front of everybody. Don't be- you call that a Bob Dylan? I call that a Bob Dylan. <laughs> it, think about you had the you had the 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 greatest basketball player of all time yep. was in the dunk contest year in and year out. All star players were in the dunk contest year in and year out. It was like um, what's that? It was like a badge of honor and it was bragging rights. Yeah. Now the problem is these superstars are embarrassed to do it because they know. If they look bad, guess what? They're going to be made of a meme. You have okay. LeBron sitting on the bench half of the games of the year. It's because they're trying to protect themselves Stop for the it, postseason. Courtney. You're yeah. the one who's constantly telling me the All Star the All Star break doesn't count. It the doesn't. But the slam dunk contest. All that, all that matters the slam is the dunk contest is just the, because you're yelling over me doesn't mean you're no, right. No, but you're not. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is the slam dunk I contest understand. is the most important thing. I it's, it's not nonsense. the most important it, thing. It's nonsense in the All Star game. It is okay, but in the in the grand 
grand scheme of right. things. But to, to, to use the excuse of like you're going to get hurt in the slam dunk contest, no one has ever been hurt doing a slam dunk contest. Okay, sorry. That's I a didn't know that because it's never happened before. It won't happen now. Okay, thank you. Uh, what is next, Shime? Uh Next, let's hear from uh, one of the rising stars in the NFL. That would be uh, Donna Kelsey. She, uh, <laughs> after last season, everybody made a big deal because the Kelsey brothers were in the Super Bowl. She became a, a household name. Yeah. Well, she was on the Today Show the other day uh, talking about the uh, the Super Bowl and going and uh, just how expensive those Super Bowl boxes can be. Well, you can understand that the boxes in Vegas are multi-million dollars. Yeah. So I have a feeling I'm not in a box. I have a feeling uh, I'm in the stands. I'm in the stands with everybody else because it is a pricey Super Bowl. Okay. Her future daughter-in-law can't cough up a couple million so that mommy can be in a suite? They're going to be in a box. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, I mean, they are wild. That's it's, it's amazing. I get it that it's Vegas. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the reason why. But these tickets are more expensive than ever. Yeah. It's like eleven grand just to get a regular ticket in the place. And the suites are all over a million bucks. Olivia Culpo bought Christian McCaffrey's family a suite. For- no, they said no. No, but he I think wouldn't she, let her. He, he wouldn't let her do it. But, she did it for uh, his mom's like birthday. Yeah, or yeah but then he said no because he didn't want any. He said he didn't want anybody paying to watch him play. Sounds like he was so, mansplaining. He said, "Yeah, yeah it does." I sound think they're like going to be in a suite. I think Olivia <laughs> yeah. Culpo and them are going to be in a suite yeah, as well. I, I just saw yesterday that that he had said no to that. I think probably you're right. Can't get like probably, a discount. Curtis, probably like I don't want my girl. Uh, who having to pay for my mom to right. be well, a, Whereas a, Travis Kelsey would encourage the woman to pay full. <laughs> right. But also, like, it's even, equal, it's equal, uh, Curtis, even if Taylor Swift right. didn't want to pay for a box, you don't think Patrick Mahomes' wife is yelling at him saying, we're getting a box for the Super Bowl, uh, and then her uh, first invite is going to be to Taylor Swift. Uh, not yeah. sure an open bar is the right idea at this point for... <laughs> Anything else? Uh, yeah, one more quick one for you. This is more so um, about the reporter's question to Brock Purdy here. Uh, there's uh, some pictures circulating the internet uh, th- that make Brock Purdy look very similar to one Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, yes, I've seen and that. And so a reporter asked him about it. Here was that exchange. Side pictures of you and, and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think you two look alike. Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh. What? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. That is the worst question I have ever heard. What do you think about the fact that you look like a man who killed the president like, of the United uh, States? What do you think about that comparison? I don't know. What do you think about it, a-hole? <laughs> what an ass. What a jackass. Uh, you, you know you kind of resemble Jeffrey Dahmer a little bit. Uh, Has anybody ever mentioned that to you? Unbelievable. All right. Oh. Courtney, you said you need a douche move ruling? Yes. All right. We'll get that coming up. But before that, here's Courtney and what is trending this hour. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you. Sorry. Trending right. now brought to you by Cars for Kids. You're getting choked up. I am. You're sick. I am sick. I appreciate you being here. Of course. I. Well, your dedication to this program is appreciated by all of us. 
uh, most importantly by me. Oh, thank you so, so much. So thank you. The Celtics took down the Hawks last night, 125 to 117. It was a Kristaps Porzingis and Derek White night. Kristaps had 31 points while Derek White had 21. 12 of those 21 for White coming in the fourth quarter with four threes made. The Seas also made a move ahead of the trade deadline, which is today. They acquired Xavier Tillman from the Grizzlies, sending Memphis two future second-round picks and Lamar Stevens. The Bruins are in action tonight. They have the Canucks in town. Puck drop is at 7. And Mike Reese is reporting that Brian Belichick will return to the Patriots as the safeties coach for the 2024 season. The Waste Management Open starts today. The first round tees off at 9.20 a.m. If you ever want to make a road trip, that is an extraordinary event. Maybe next year. Uh, I have been there, and it is the best is to go when the Super Bowl is actually in Arizona, and then you get both events in one week. Yeah, that was um, last year. It is that hole. What's that? The 14th hole, 16th. Where, I think. 16th. Maybe I don't know. That was a guess. The 16th. It, yeah, that they ought to call it the Wasted Management Open. Uh, if you've ever seen the fans at that hole. Well, you're not going to hear me say anything negative about waste management, so. <laughs> <laughs> you respect those. Very much. <laughs> All right, Courtney, thank you. You're welcome. And don't waste time trying to get rid of your older broken car. Cars for Kids is the easiest and fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction. Go to carsforkids.org today. That's cars with a K. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis, the birthday boy, with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. 27 degrees, mostly sunny skies. A beautiful day today. Afternoon high is sunny 45. Did you, uh, did you send Jackson in? I still haven't seen him. Yeah, I don't know where he went. Where is he? I texted him. He has not responded, know. but I will go look for, look for him during the break. I mean, how long has he been gone for? Uh, this whole segment. Joey Crack. Yeah. Uh. Big Crack. Uh. Uh-oh. Uh, all right. Did something uh. happen and you just not tell us? I don't know. Maybe he's sick from drinking a shower water. (laughs) Drink that last night. All right. He does Um, have a lot of uh, bathroom-related leads, uh so I don't know if that's... (laughs) All right. Okay. We will be right back. News with Courtney coming up at 7.30. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Classic audio requests during the break on the Subaru of New England text line. You can text the show at any moment on the text line, which is 37937, and it is the Subaru of New England text line. Find your authorized Subaru retailer at SubaruofNewEngland.com. 781-TEXT that says, obscure reference on the Lee Harvey Oswald question for Brock Purdy. Uh-huh. Uh, and that reference is our guy Spaz on the old show and Bill Belichick uh, at Super Bowl 51 where we were in Houston and uh, I believe today Thursday is the day that the coaches do their final 
press conference with a giant gaggle of media, Curtis? I think so. I'm working on confirming that. I believe, and Wiggy, you've been to two of these. I believe Friday they go to sort of their own unique hotel away from everybody else. Yes. So uh, you've been there, Curtis. Uh, giant room of the international media, couple yep. hun- couple hundred of them. And you're lucky if you can get a microphone. And didn't our guy Spaz get one <laughs> and ask this of the great Bill Belichick at Super Bowl 51? Coach WAF Boston, uh, I got a little bit of a problem, and I don't know if you can help me or not. Uh, can I get four tickets to the game this weekend? Put you on the list, yeah. I got. I can pay. Yeah. On yeah. a 50, right? <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sneaky sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. Bill Belichick yeah. there. Yeah, really good. Did, <laughs> did Spaz follow up? Not, he tried to follow he up, did. and he then he nearly got arrested. Yeah, <laughs> there, were no, there were no tickets. Uh, there were no tickets. I have um, to say, I miss this part of the week because Radio Row is insane, and it's relatively redundant because you just have you know Joe Theismann you know promoting something to help you uh, downstairs and all that. But Thursday, Friday, there is a huge influx of A-list celebs that are yeah. all around. You can feel the buzz pick up. I've never been to. I never went to a Super Bowl. I always yeah. left Friday. But uh, when it's, we should go when it's on the East Coast. I, I don't. When it's on the West Coast, mm-hmm. you know, you try, there's nobody there at 3 a.m. when you want to start the show. So how I, does Boomer do his show? It's, I don't know because they 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 wait and they do their interviews later or something like that. I don't know because I you, saw him. Drew did Barry you find Jackson? No, uh, his car is not in the parking lot. What? I, huh. I mean, I believe that's where he usually parks, Shime, right? In that, that That is correct, yeah. yeah. So huh. it is a vacant spot. Huh. I mean, maybe he's... he's picking me up some you know, munchkins for my birthday. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if he were here. I don't like the yeah. jelly ones. Um, um, uh... But it's very odd. But I literally, right before the last segment, I mentioned to him about some audio about um, Clark Hunt was on with Mad Dog talking about Andy Reid. I was like, hey, if you get a chance. He said, sure, no problem. And then I haven't seen him since. Poof. Huh. Maybe he said the hell with that audio. <laughs> Getting on my damn I hope nerves. everything's okay. I, yes, I, <laughs> I know it's your birthday, Curtis, but damn, is, you ain't about is, to boss yeah. me around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's right here. He went he to is? go get cake. Oh, he went to get a cake? Hey! Look oh! at that, Curtis. Oh, Curtis, man. I got to tell you something. I was, try- I was trying as hard as I could. To throw the fishing line out there and to get you to go off on Jackson, I know, and I'm not, to, I, and you didn't, which is, is which is shocking to me, right? But I wanted you to go off on him. Holy not being hell, here. that is awesome! That Curtis, that's from your dad. What? So you're, yeah, yeah. So you're for your fortieth birthday, your dad arranged to have a cake and, oh. and got Jackson to go pick it up for you. This well, morning, look at so. that. Even in my forties, my dad's doing things for there me. There you go. Uh, Thank you, Dad. Thank Can I you, see Jackson. the cake? Uh, I just want. I, sh- I probably won't eat any because like, watch, like a pizza watching, cake. Watching my no, way. it's a sticky roll of some kind. It oh, looks yum. like oh, uh, like but, a sticky Curtis. toffee. Yeah. So oh. thank you, Dad and Jackson. Thank you. I, I I knew something was up that you kept peppering me for Jackson. Like, <laughs> why do we care? No offense. Like, it's no big deal. We'll find them. Do you got um, multiple cakes there? Yeah, I have three cakes. You know, uh, in case. Somebody stole them. Don't worry, Grash. We'll get them out of the studio. <laughs> no, it's a big issue. <laughs> Jackson, cupcakes? grab grab Shime's mic. Where did oh, you, those cupcakes oh, are cupcakes. delicious. Cupcakes. Where I want to know where Jackson. Ha- where'd you? Uh, where did Curtis's dad get the cakes from? Uh, Where'd you have to? Wait, Antoine- can you, what? Speaking of the mic, Jackson, Craxon. Where'd you go? Antoine's in Watertown. Antoine's. Okay, looks delicious. Yum. All right. Happy fortieth, Chris. There you go. Okay, Curtis. Great Happy day. Birthday. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Jackson. Damn, those cupcakes look good. Shout out to Papa Curtis. Yep. Good man, even from Jupiter, Florida.
Okay. All righty. Uh, Nothing from Pudge, kind of typical, but. Let's get to Courtney's request for a douche move ruling. And now, another episode of Douche Move. Ha, what a douche. All right. You need a ruling this morning. I sure do. From those listening to this program, uh, what is your question? I've talked about uh, my my apartment building uh, a few times on this show. The 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 headaches that sometimes occur when it comes to management. Mm-hmm. The latest one. We're now past a week. Last Wednesday morning, our elevator out of service. Oof. No email. No post. Mm. No text. Nothing from mm. management on Wednesday. All right, let that go. Thursday, mm. Friday, Saturday, Ooh. Sunday, Monday. Mm. Monday, Santo sent an email. Very professional. Hi, blank. <laughs> Wondering what the deal is with the elevator currently. We haven't had any uh, information given to us. Do you know when this is going to be fixed? This person puts somebody else on the email. Oh, yes. So-and-so is handling this. So-and-so says, uh, I should have an update today. Wednesday, a full week later, I then go in on the email chain. Oh, oh God. I say. Oh, they got they brought Karen in. Nope. I just good. said, hi, all. Any update on this? Did it's you, getting a bit ridiculous. Did you call him the C word? Nope. Oh, okay. oh my God. Never. Okay. I am taking that word back, though. Um, no, no word. They have not responded to my email. No other people uh-huh. inside of the apartment complex have gotten them. Now, mm-hmm. I am willing and able, capable of going up and down four flights of stairs. Yes. But the unit next to me is a, a handicap accessible unit. Oh, right. I don't believe anybody in there is handicap accessible right now. But there are there are a few units in the building that are that are used for that. Or even old people. Or old people. If you have visitors coming that can't use it. I have a lot of uh, women that are pregnant in our building. What if you just give birth, having to go up and down right. stairs? I believe there's somebody in your building, if I remember correctly, who suffers from debilitating halitosis. Nope. <laughs> that is not true. That is not true. I'm probably happy to take the stairs uh, so that I'm in close uh, confinement. How many, like, uh, not to pry, but how many trips to CVS does Santo have to take to get the, the breath uh, wash? Uh, nope. No, uh, we have it, plenty of mouthwash okay. and <laughs> tongue okay. scrapers okay. and toothpaste. Okay. Um, Buy it in to bulk. me... If you are the manager of a building and it's four stories, yeah. 30 units. That's a problem. And you are it's now been a week and you have oh, not yeah. communicated with your residents. Do we I, I I think we should have some taken off of our rent. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's yeah. here's what you need to do and it's about good time right now. Document it. You've been documented. Yep. Know what you do? Get a lawyer on the case cuz oh, once you get a lawyer, yeah, of course. We immediately will Hell yeah, sue for like uh, a month free rent. You know, pain, suffering, okay, anxiety. I, maybe it's taking them a while to find somebody to fix it. I, I, I mean, right. how long does it take? There's I, a I million elevators sh- in the they, city. They should be communicating. With they you. should be communicating. And now my mom is scaring me. She said, "Well, whenever it's fixed, the fact it took so long, uh-huh. let other people go before you do." <laughs> what is your mom you a- deal? Why did she <laughs> add to your debilitating anxiety? <laughs> yeah, you need a lawyer. Yeah, my dad's a lawyer, but I don't okay, understand so he, what's... He should write a letter, uh-huh. uh, like, you know, from the attorney. Wiggy and, goes right to an attorney, like, right. immediately without yeah. well, she's trying. She should get some money off her rent. Uh-huh. Wiggy, you That's have a That's crazy, firm. right? Huh? Like, I'm not being... Yeah. I don't, I'm not being a Karen. Like, this is no, crazy. I would be like, I'm not paying rent until the elevator's fixed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Loving an elevator rejoin, Sean? Oh, I already had it queued up. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think it's a douche move. They're not communicating with you. I agree, Courtney. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Let's get to this. It's time for Uh, this morning. 
on The Greg Hill Show. The news. I can set the dialogue for the city. With your host, Courtney Cox. I thought that whoever created Dunkin' Donuts' last name was Duncan. The news is sponsored by Northeast Men's Health. The experts in men's sexual health with four locations, including their newest in Woburn, with appointments as early as 7 a.m. Visit NortheastMensHealth.com for more. To announce his his resignment. On WEEI. crashed into the ocean in Lynn yesterday. Uh, Jerry Cardona was the passenger in the car where he and the driver were just trying to enjoy their lunch. They were sitting there having their lunch in the car, looking at the beautiful water in Lynn. When the driver got out of the car to throw away the trash, mm-hmm. car, not in park, unfortunately. Oh boy. Mm. Oh car boy. rolled into the ocean. Oh, jeez. With Jerry in it? With Jerry inside. Oh, my gosh. Uh, here is Jerry Cardona on NBC10. Car started rolling, tried stopping it. I couldn't stop it. I grabbed a snow brush to try to stop it. Jerry, come on. And uh, it wouldn't stop. Stopped it, then it went, kept rolling. I didn't know. I did everything I can, rolled down the window, and I climbed out of the window, stepped in the water. Irrational fear. Absolute irrational fear. A a random story, Courtney. Mm -hmm. We were talking about our local Walgreens recently. Guess who I saw in Walgreens the other night? Maura Healy. Close. Joe Cardona. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's a big fan. Uh, Lives in Southie? Does he listen to the show? No, I just walked past him. He is is one of the nicest people I've ever met. He was decked out. I think he was at a ball ball for the Naval Academy. Oh, okay. Awesome. Very cool guy. Uh, Well... Kevin Kangdi, we've talked about him a bit. He is the guy who left to Kenya after killing, uh, allegedly killing uh, his girlfriend and leaving her body in his car at Logan Airport. He was then captured in Kenya yeah. at a nightclub. Uh, he has escaped custody. Mm. He escaped from the jail? Yep, in wow. Kenya. He slipped out of the police station. How that happens, I don't know. Oh. Jumped into one of the privately owned minivans mm. that are used to get around in Kenya. A search is underway. We can hear from a family pastor of his victim, Leah Turner, on WCVB. You know, as a faith leader, I know that justice will be done. Whether if it's not on this earth, it will happen in the next. Wow. What did, did he like use the bar of soap to like uh, like uh, slip through the bars or like how did Something. he do it? This is wild, this like, story. I don't get how you could just slip out of a police station. Yeah, well, I mean, it is I, Kenya. Yeah. I saw a video of a guy here in America who was in cuffs. He slowly backs his I way out of too. the door. He runs down the thing. He, he he takes his shirt off. He takes his sandals off. And he, you know, so there is ways to get out of it. Yeah. And I don't know what the protocol is for, you know, transporting inmates in Kenya. So you don't? No. You're not familiar with that? I am not familiar with the uh, Ken, uh, Kenya prison system yeah, yeah. and how they transfer yeah. the transfer yeah. the inmates. Okay. We're hitting capacity at the Recreation Center in Roxbury that is housing migrants. Mm. It took one whole week to hit capacity. Yeah. Um, The state has said by the end of the fiscal year, they will have spent nearly $2 billion on the migrant crisis. $2 billion? Yeah. Jesus. So that's from taxpayers. You Mm. mean we have spent $2 billion? Yeah. Has Has there ever been a story that better encapsulated how hypocritical the people that make decisions in this state are, where you are saying, we're going to allow, we're going to be a sanctuary city, we're going to have everybody come here, but in Brookline, Wellesley, Lexington, and Dover, nothing will change. We'll just <laughs> we'll just evict the fine people of Roxbury's community center, when guess what, 90% of the people in Wellesley don't even need the gym because they have one in their effing house. 
It's not right. Huh? Like the people of Roxbury, and I've seen a lot of them over there uh, who are rightly so very upset about it. Should that's be. where they go and, mm-hmm. and get their recreation. That's yep. where they go and work out. No. And to take it away from them. Right. And give it to those who, you know, good on them. They're trying to come here to this country and uh, make a new life for themselves. But why would you take something away from people who have been here for a long, long time, working hard and and trying to be great citizens? Why not put it in the convention center? Because if you're saying it's it's getting a capacity, what are they going to do? They're going to move them next door to the Shelburne? Well, they actually have conventions in the convention center. Well, Uh, guess what? You might have to put those conventions on hold. Does anybody else find this? um, I don't know whether it's irony or idiocy, but the same people who are screaming into every microphone that we cannot close the Walgreens are closing the Roxbury Community Center so that migrants yep. can sleep there. Yep. I mean, how can you believe in both of those things simultaneously? But is it those people or is it the government? No, Ianna uh, Presley oh, okay. is all for everybody coming here. Believe and she's me. all for everybody going to Roxbury too? Yes. Well, she's the one who created these uh, policies. What, you said they shut down MCI, what, Concord? Yeah. Is that shut down? They're shutting it down. Oh, they yeah, are shutting yeah, it down. So when they move everybody else yeah. out, why can't they just move the that's migrants? Actually, that's actually something they would agree with. Like if you said, let's let all the prisoners out of jail, uh, <laughs> move regardless, the regardless of what they've done, right? and then put the migrants in there, they would agree with that. Well, yeah. they'd agree with that. They just first want to go to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> well, we can hear from more Healy on this. Who had a deal last night that would have fixed the border, fixed immigration, it would have ended the migrant crisis and the inflow of people into this country. And it would have given $118 billion to states like Massachusetts who've been having to bear the cost for so long. So uh, what course. happens to the deal? Of course, it's not her, it's not her fault. It's, I, it's somebody else's fault. Point the finger in, in every direction other than yourself, Maura Healy. Like, this state could change its policy. It's a nice thing if you have endless amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Billions and billions of dollars. It's a nice thing to be able to say, come here and we will provide you with a place to live, provide you with money, provide you with a job, whatever. Mm -hmm. We don't have endless amounts of money. Mm -hmm. So change the policy. Don't we already have like American homeless people? Yes, we do. Maybe we should ship them to Cancun. We have children who are are hungry in the state. Right. Uh, All right. So now they're going to have to find another place. Yes. I told okay. you, Shelbourne's right next door. Okay. You can go there. All right. That is the. We got to take a break. We'll get to the rest of the news, including the Pervert Teacher Association inductee. Coming up next. And uh, we are now using new technology, the latest in technology, to bust the female teachers who are fornicating with their students. We'll get to that in the rest of the news next. Mike Milbury on the Boston Bruins this weekend. Right now, back to Courtney and the rest of today's news. And we have a new inductee into the PTA. Jesus, haven't they taught you these things in school? What things? The Greg Hill Morning Show presents... We were meant to be, I know it. How else could sex be that incredible? Pervert Teachers Association. That is appalling. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. 25-year-old Megan Pauline Jordan, a teacher in Virginia... 
She's admitted to sneaking into a 14-year-old student's home over and over again to have sex with him in his bed. Uh, What subject was she teaching? Do we know? I don't know the subject. Mm -hmm. The Uh, married teacher. uh Oh, she's married? Yep. Okay. Now facing Uh 50 years after she pled guilty, they caught her because she left DNA on his bed sheets. (laughs) People are eating breakfast. Curtis is eating a cupcake. I know. It's lovely. A birthday cupcake. You guys should have some. So... I, well, thank God for technology, I guess. We've reached the point where we can now test the DNA right. on the students' bed sheets at home Ew. in order well, to apprehend the teacher. How, did uh, the parents catch her sneaking in? Did they have, like, a ring camera? How did she get caught, which led to them then obviously checking the kids' sheets <laughs> the for DNA? The parents went to the, to the police. So oh. they found out yeah. one way or another, and right. then they used, uh, you know, the blue light oh. okay. to... So- <laughs> So, fifty years in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her? her sentencing is May twentieth. Okay, and that good. goes with your other uh, story, a lead that somebody has that you know guys don't wash their sheets for a long period. <laughs> that, that is, that is, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Oh gosh, well, disgusting. Uh, uh, all right, and, and what about the husband sticking with her? Oh, they haven't specified that yet. Okay, twenty five years old and married. I hope that this man <laughs> finds somebody else. That's old in Virginia. Uh, Okay, what's next? For the first time in three years, Coca-Cola is introducing a new permanent flavor. Really? All right. A little bit jealous. You know, I gave up soda. The one good thing I've done for myself, gave up soda 10 years ago. I gave up all soda? Yeah, I just drank the uh, seltzer. Oh. Well, can't Uh, you get... That's fine. That's water. It's great. Okay, But but can't you just get a Coke Zero? Uh, Isn't that the same thing as seltzer? A lot of a lot of chemicals and things in it. I don't. Uh, the seltzer, the, the the water is is better for you. I love I'm a in. diet coke. Oh, okay. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm into a lot of holistic uh, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. The whole pizza, yeah, like the eating organic. raw turkey. <laughs> yes, the, or, the organic stuff. Yeah, uh, what flavor? Um, so it's what? a raspberry flavor with spice. With spice. spice. Yep. Mm. They described it as Coca Cola spiced transforms the familiarity into an extraordinary blending. Mm. They are, they're like. Sorry. That's okay. You're very sick today. Very sick. Sorry. They're blending the iconic taste of Coca-Cola with a burst of refre- refreshing notes from raspberry and spiced flavors. I'm not a big raspberry flavor person. You're not. So oh. I don't think I'd mm. like this. I could do raspberry. I don't know about the spice. There's nothing better than the old school raspberry lime, Ricky. Absolute oh. goat Boston beverage. Emergency top five best Coca-Cola flavors. Uh, I would argue that the cherry vanilla diet Coke. I like cherry vanilla. the best. I like cherry vanilla. Very sweet. I don't know. They don't do a lot of flavors, though, right? Cherry vanilla. What else do they do? I was a big fan of uh, the lime Diet Coke. Yes. Jen Hill loved those. Okay. Very good. All right. What else? 24-year-old Mason Deschamps, an urban climber, was arrested in Las Vegas yesterday for climbing the Vegas Sphere. Curtis's favorite place to talk about. He he climbed <laughs> the Vegas Sphere. Yep, if you're watching on Twitch, you can see it. Uh, you can oh. see the view from the police, and then mm. you can see the the view from Mason. I can't. How far up did he get? The all the way up. Look at that. Oh my God! If you're watching on Twitch, you can see the dude. Yep. Jesus, he's almost uh, halfway up. Uh, yeah, well, he has a reason for doing this. Police say that he scales tall buildings across the U.S. to pro- protest abortion. Uh, the person okay. was arrested. <laughs> okay, so. good. I locked him up. Yep. Look at the size of that thing. Yeah, he get wow. He's way up there. Are you sure that's not Belichick? Because he really wanted to see the sphere. <laughs> and there's never no answered Hannes. that question, Curtis. He didn't just you know just like all the rest. Poor Bill never yep. got to see the sphere. Damn. Yeah, yeah he, he gets up, up there. there. Oh yeah. man, with no harness, that's impressive. Yep.
And we're going to end with a United Airlines flight from Denver to Portland, which had a messy situation. Um, a woman had her chihuahua in tow. You're supposed to keep cats, dogs in their carrier at mm-hmm. your feet at all times when you bring your animal onto an airplane. She had her chihuahua on her lap. Yep. Chihuahua had to go to the restroom and uh. chose her lap to do such that. Mm. Oh. Oh, Went God. to the bathroom, number two, everywhere. Um, all of the passengers on the flight were offered $50 credit from United <laughs> Airlines for their uh, for the issue. We can hear from one of those passengers, Nick. It was on the armrest, the outer uh. armrest. It was on her seat and in the floor. It was all on her blouse, kind of on her pants. And, uh, you know, it had been flying all day, right? It probably had a, a upset stomach. So it wasn't just like a typical pile of poop. It was, you know, it was a mess. <laughs> that dog had the bubble guts. They don't, everybody, the the people who fly with their dogs, mm. you know, their fake support dog or whatever, mm. they don't keep, they put them right in their lap and let them roam around the plane. I, it's the, Roam around the plane, I think, is a uh, bit dramatic. Okay, but dramatic. they keep them right on their lap. Well, yeah. If it's an uh, emotional support oh, animal, then it. that's wh- what where the dog are, should be. What, what percent are actual required emotional support zero ten percent person dogs ten percent unless it's the one that like it's the what's like the cni dog or something like that well that's zero because we've had this conversation it's like everybody's cool with an emotional support dog but when the guy's sitting next to you with an emotional support rat you're like get this guy off the damn plane (laughs) i don't put him in your little carry-on that they shouldn't even be allowed on planes they should have to be shipped on another plane. Are you with me though? If I'm if I'm on that flight and I'm that that very nice gentleman talking about the poop on the armrest, mm. I would rather get nothing than fifty dollars. You can't even check a bag with fifty dollars no, on United. You really can't. Like that. I'm sorry. That should be a free trip to everybody on that plane. Free. I like that, Curtis. Have you filed for emotional support papers for Harry? Um, Harry is an emotional support animal. <laughs> He is. Stop it. He is. So the answer is yes? Yeah. Is he going to Fort Myers? He's not. You see what's wrong with our society? Now you wonder why Uh society is the way it is. No, he's, for anxiety, he is able to live with us. Uh Uh-huh. What, what do you, do you mean? Live he's with able you? To well, some apartments. You. When you're looking at apartments, oh, oh. so and we she's both, the miracle marijuana. Uh, uh, no, boy. nope. Uh, he makes us feel a lot better. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Is this so you can take over Sean McDonough's place at the uh, St. Regis? <laughs> but yep. I thought a lot of places were pet friendly. Yeah. Some are, some are not. Oh boy, I tell you, that's, you see what's wrong with us. I think we may, we may have just discovered why the uh-huh. elevator is not being yep. no, our, fixed our, quickly upon request of, of oh, yeah. you. Our apartment is dog friendly. Uh, oh, our, our building is dog so friendly. So you don't need it for the apartment, you just need it for when you want to fly with him. No, we've never flown. No, Harry's too big to fly. Oh, I would never, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, I would never have Harry oh, with okay. me on a plane. Right. It's, okay. it's really, it's because... And so you can bring him to a restaurant and have him sit on your lap. That would be uh, nice. <laughs> If I'm if I'm anxious, right. you should bring he's like him, a weighted blanket. You should bring him to Basic Brunch 2.0. I don't which we know just if that's announced, a health code. by the way. Yes, we did. Uh, when is that? March 10th. March 10th at but, Hunters. Yep, at Hunters in South Boston. Tickets go on sale this Saturday. Yeah, but Courtney is. I got to give her credit. Uh, she has taken the Basic Brunch concept, which was created by Chris Curtis on this program, and made it her own, and is hosting these Basic Brunches. Like a couple of them, mm-hmm. 
this year to raise money for the Greg Hill Foundation. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And, and this, tickets go on sale Saturday? The tickets go on sale Saturday. It's country-themed. Oh, okay. There's going to be some good merch items. Oh, okay. And, and it's just a question. Is brunch a big thing in Southie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. It's brunch all day, Curtis. Wink on. i got to be careful, though. If Courtney's putting together the list of who's invited, I may be. I know. Shime, oh. <laughs> you were at the last one. You are always invited. Everybody's invited. It's open. I believe it's 21 plus, so not Can everybody. Can you even but. do brunch in your, in your current dietary restriction condition? No. I can have eggs and vegetables. Okay. How good does this look, So I can ask for an omelet. <laughs> sticky, pe- yeah, sticky cake. I, it's, it's been sitting here next to me the entire time. The entire room smells of pastry and deliciousness. You could go and say, um, can I get the eggs benedict without the hollandaise sauce? I can, can I get the hollandaise sauce on the side and then just dip one tiny little mm-hmm. bite into it? Oh, can I have some extra have... napkins to dap this slice of pizza? I'll up have an egg white omelet, please. No cheese. He's going to have to get a bowl. Just the yolks of just the, the egg. Just asparagus. I do love asparagus. Oh, gross. <laughs> Nobody asparagus likes asparagus. Is not for breakfast, though. No, 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 not for breakfast. Yeah. I'm just saying in general. How just do you get, you get past this? Egg. I don't know how people get past the smell of broccoli and asparagus I and love cauliflower. Bro- I love both of those things. I, oh, I hate cauliflower. Gross. Oh, I love cauliflower. Oh, no. smell. Sean, don't come unless you're going to eat. I don't want you there unless right. you're going to eat everything. I, I'll, I'll eat. Okay, all right, good. All right. Some French toast? Yeah, I'll have to go rip it at a the gym bread. the day before and the day That's after, fine. but yeah, yeah, you we'll figure it out. Give yourself an extra, like, uh, an extra, uh, throw an extra lift session in there. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Okay. Run an extra mile. Okay, yeah, put an extra lift in. Yeah. All right. That's the news. Thank you, Courtney. You're very welcome. Coming up at 820, Mike Milbury on the Boston Bruins. And at 9, what are we doing with Chris Curtis? Bruins getting back into it, looking to change things when uh, it comes to outcome uh, based on the other night. And they have the Canucks tonight. And we will talk to Mike Milbury in about 15 minutes. About the Boston Bruins. Curtis, you said earlier, because it is your 40th birthday today, yeah, that you're now feeling an overwhelming, unknown urge to talk baseball. Yeah, and um, uh, I have to pee all the time. Would you uh, Would you like to hear from the great baseball Brett? I, Brett may be, uh, Brett and Bobes are tied for my favorite uh, Greg friends. Really? Yep. Somebody, uh, a meanie in the Twitch chat the other day. Who uh, clearly sees some of the photos of that are running during the commercial breaks of all of us out together? Said that, uh, and they included me. That baseball Brett was the only good-looking individual in my crew, which mm-hmm. I thought was wildly offensive to me and to others. That's a shot at Johnny Egan. Uh, yeah. Hello, baseball Brett. Well, good morning. What's up? How are you? Happy birthday, Curtis. Thank you, Brett. How are you, bud? I'm doing well. The uh, baseball, it's been a while, Greg, so I wanted to call in on a couple of baseball topics. Yeah. The Netflix special, is that called uh, Full Throttle? <laughs> hey! <laughs> it should be. That was a sneaky That was sneaky good. It should be called Full Throttle. <laughs> I mean, it, what what better what better title for the Red, for the Red Sox this year? Uh, you guys were talking the other day, closest closest franchise to a to a championship and you said the the Red Sox and the Patriots. It has to be the Red Sox. So I agree with Chris Curtis, the birthday kid. It, it has to be the Red Sox. The Patriots have zero talent in their organization. And the losers that were cheering for the, the Patriots to win games this year, look at the value of that third pick this year. So the, those, those wins are just so in, inconsequential. But if you're talking about the Red Sox, in 2021, Greg, 
Do you know what the over under was of the win total for the Red Sox when they were two games away from the from the uh, World Series? Uh, Seventy eight. 80.5. 80.5. That's close. And they came two games away. So baseball is just sneaky. You get hot, make it into the postseason. Devers hits that home run. They sneak into the postseason. They go on a little run. If you get hot, you can kind of get close to the World Series. So baseball, definitely closest. Um, the, the thing that's aggravating about the Red Sox right now, can you name, Greg, can you and everybody in that studio name more than five starting pitchers in the AL East, on on other teams, on other teams in the AL East besides the Boston Red. This is the frustrating part because this is the chance the Red Sox have to be good. Can you name five other pitchers? Garrett Cole. Yeah, I would say that's about all. One. I could. Um, Brent. Can, anyone else? Can, can any? Can, no. Curtis, can you? Yeah, I, I would say I, um, I, I, Kevin Brown, uh, Esteban Loaiza. What's, what's the guy? Is who's the guy in uh, Tampa Bay? Mc, Mc, McLaren or something like that, or maybe oh, yeah, I'm... Shane Mc, McClanahan. Yeah, McClanahan. Shane McClanahan. He just had Tommy John, so he's not yeah. he's not going to be starting. Yeah, not many. So you're saying that yeah. all you needed all you needed to do off season wise was was get yourself one legit starting pitcher, one one legit starting pitcher. Okay, yeah. now I bring to the table I bring a name that would be your starting opening day pitcher. When you look at a guy like Araldis Chapman, the Kansas City the Kansas City Royals lost a hundred games last year. They signed a real bad person, Araldis Chapman, last year, and they traded him to Texas before the they won the World Series. They traded him for a twenty five, twenty six year old left handed pitcher named Cole Reagans. Cole Reagans is going to be the opening day starter for Kansas City. They only did it so they could use that as trade capital, right? They signed him to like a ten million dollar one year, ten million dollars. Pittsburgh just did the same exact thing. They signed Araldis Chapman this year. They're not going to be contending, but they're going to use Araldis Chapman and trade him at the trade deadline to get a really good prospect for the organization. If the Red Sox wanted to make a splash, and it's a splash, you would sign a guy like Trevor Bauer. <laughs> All right. 30, just, in time for the, just in time for the Netflix series? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, he's a been former, a former Red Sox great player, Mookie yeah. Betts, said it's one of his favorite favorite teammates. <laughs> what were you going to say? He's been, he's been vindicated. Yeah, he's been vindicated <laughs> for his uh, yeah, whole sexual uh, encounter yeah. there. <laughs> I don't if know. You, he would be he would be a one year league minimum. Mm-hmm. He's begging to play, yeah. so he would be on his best behavior, league minimum, mm-hmm. perfect for the for the mid market Red Sox. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he would be your opening day starter. If you look, Courtney, if you look on Twitter, if you start doing some, he, he popped up last night on Twitter. Um, if you start looking at some of the Twitter stuff and you read the, re- the replies to Twitter, they used to be all nasty. They used to be all really, really, really bad, negative stuff. Well, if you I read mean, them now. The what, they're good? Completely, complete, yeah, it's just completely reversed. Do you, yeah. do you feel like. Say, uh, Come play for my team. Get, it's crazy. Do you feel like Linda Pizzuti would sign right off on that? Or uh, well, I, I'm hoping the PGA deal is already done and secure. But yeah, interesting. No one's, right, come right. to, no one's gonna come to the ballpark to watch the Red Sox, so you might as well get other fans in the building. And if Trevor Bauer happens to be pitching, then good for them. All right, I think Harry Potter pretty, night, Brett, uh, coming yeah, up very right, soon. Not bad, baseball, Brett. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's, as always. That's, a, that's a big one. That's a big one, yeah. Coach, bro. That's a big one. Thank you, Brett. There Brady's he is. He's pitching in Japan, nice baseball, Bauer. Brett. Huh?
Huh? I think he's pitching in Japan, so you could probably I mean, get I don't him. Know. Could you sign like the outrage? Would like, well, I think the it, outrage is over. Every, is the outrage over? Yeah, though? because he was he was vindicated for that. She it came out. She was lying. I, I mean, all the court stuff that happened with that. It may. And if you sign Bauer, Sam Kennedy can just say it's a stop before he gets to something better. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess if you could get him for, uh, like, if you could steal him. Right. Uh, well, I was going to. Pun intended. I was going to ask baseball, uh, that, Brett, yeah. what about uh, Brian Bayo? Is he like your considered your yeah, I mean, first that, well, day Yeah, I mean, that's ace? the whole thing with this team is that you're hoping that you're going to have guys who outperform, like the, the prospect guys who are up here. Mm-hmm. Same with Tanner Houck. Like, I mean, maybe theoretically you end up those guys, both of those guys are due for extraordinary seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and here's, here's the issue, Greg, is that the reason the Red Sox were great for so long once John Henry bought the team is that they had a very wide margin of error. If, a, if they overspent on Pablo Sandoval and Carl Crawford, they could still overcome it because they could throw money at problems. They would trade draft picks. I mean, they would trade prospects for known commodities. What's changed now is that there is this very, and Lou Merloni told Ken and I, we were out at Springfield, there's this very narrow path to like 86 wins. That's if things go well. Like that, It used to be they started at 86, and then you'd hope, they, they, you'd hope they'd get to 95 or 100. But the, the reason the Red Sox are closer than the Patriots is that if they start off well this year mm-hmm. and they show the team is worth investing in, they can add a couple guys because guess what? Nesson is a huge feather in the cap of the Red Sox because all the other local regional deals like Bally was this corporation that owned and operated several of the team's um, broadcast shows, the networks that carried their games, went under. The Red Sox and the Yankees and the Mets with Yes and with Nesson and with SNY have a massive advantage, and I don't know why they don't take advantage of it. He's kind of, baseball, Brett's kind of right, right? Because with the Red Sox, their hitting's always good. And last year, what was their biggest issue, especially early in the season, was all the errors that they were making. So mm-hmm. if they're able to fix that because... Well, they fix that. Theoretically, you fix that because Story is back. Right. So if so. you're able to fix that, and then your biggest, you know, I think the biggest issue going, you know, obviously was the errors. But remember that last year there was a point in time where their pitching was okay, mm-hmm. and... So it's really about some of those guys that you have, and then the injuries kind of the injury bug hit them. So it's going to really be about some of those pitches not getting hurt this year. What ha- like what happened with the Jordan Montgomery talk? Like, did, like isn't he here? And that was like, did they just go away from that? I don't know. That's that's deep in the baseball weeds for me. Yeah, that was a guy Ken thought was a lock, and it's just he wants twenty five million a year for several years. Like that's just not okay. what they do anymore. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I don't know. I, I th- this week and what we talked about yesterday with Sam Kennedy on Theo has just shaken me to the core. Like yeah. I, I don't understand why and why hasn't Theo spoken at all? I don't know. Yeah. It's now a what? It was yesterday, right? So it's a, a Friday. So it's a week tomorrow since this was released, uh-huh. yeah. and you haven't heard a peep from him. I'm well, on the Trevor you're gonna, Bauer. You're gonna have to wait for the Netflix series, Chris. Yeah. Maybe that's a part of the drama. Is it sad that now our teams are focused on making Netflix and Apple TV series about their winning uh, instead of winning I, now? I, I for one, I think it will be really, really good. Yeah. I, I like, I, I do. I think it's that's a feather in the cap for the Red Sox getting. That. And we that's get awesome. it in twenty twenty five, or is it like They're a filming during twenty twenty four? So we'll probably get it. Going into the 2025 season. Okay, so it's not it like... Does it air during the season? Yeah, so it's not like in Miami Dolphins, so. Hard like Knocks. A- Everybody's talking over each other. Hello? 
What? I'm t- I'm asking the question, is it a Miami Dolphins hard knocks type of style during the season? I do not know. That is what Netflix knows. We uh, we, we don't. Okay. But, that- I, but I would like to know. I, if I were Netflix and Major League Baseball and the Red Sox, I would want it to air during the season. That would make the most sense to me. Yes. And here's what I would say, Greg. You know who the biggest winner is going to be? Alex Cora, free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. He will be the star of the show. Yeah. Well, we will get to talk to Alex Cora and maybe to Theo mm-hmm. and whoever else is available to join us when we head to Fort Myers and Fenway South for three shows at the end of the month. Less than three weeks away, our Fort Myers road trip, Curtis. I mean, Greg, you called me yesterday an hour asking what I thought about the left side of the infield, and I thought it was riveting. Um, and we are going to do a pregame down there. Yes. While we are in Fort Myers, for those who listen in Florida. Yeah. I think we're going to be at Oren Iron. Yes. Uh, uh, in, in Naples. In Naples. Yes. All right. So we'll give you the details on that as well, well there you as go. we get closer. Uh, Mr. Baseball, Ken Laird, good info. says uh, that series will not air until 2025. Yeah. So good morning and hello. To the brand manager, Ken Laird. And here is Courtney, right on time, clockwise, Ken, with what is trending this hour. Gresh and Fourier, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Subaru of New England. For folks headed to Logan Airport this morning, some breaking news. Two JetBlue planes collided on the tarmac. Uh, everyone seems to be okay. Some yeah, damage yeah. on the wing of the planes. Uh, one was headed to Las Vegas, so there were probably a lot of people headed to the Super Bowl on that one. Uh, did the door blow off, or no, does that only happen mid-flight? That's only mid-flight. Okay, uh, what are but... we flying to JetBlue? I mean, to... Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the other we're one was headed Delta, to Orlando. Uh, no. Oh, we're not? We're flying JetBlue. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics took down the Hawks last night, 125 to 117. It was a Kristaps Porzingis and Derek White night. Kristaps had 31 points while Derek White had 21-12. For uh, White's 21, came in the fourth quarter with four threes made. The Seas also made a move ahead of the trade deadline, which is today. They acquired Xavier Tillman from the Grizzlies, sending Memphis two future second-round picks and Lamar Stevens. The Bruins are in action tonight. They have the Canucks in town. Puck drop is at 7. Mike Reese is reporting that Brian Belichick will return to the Patriots as the safeties coach for the 2024 season. The Waste Management Open starts today. We are getting close to the first folks headed to the first tee. Starts at 9.20 a.m. Scotty Scheffler, the big favorite in that tournament as well. Did you wager this? I did. I bet on Scotty Scheffler because he's far and away the favorite to win this. Okay. What'd you get for a number? I got it at plus 450. Uh, I got a little boosty boost, though, uh, you know, one of those promos. So I got like an extra 30% or something. So I think it's like plus 520. But... Uh, what, the next gonna, closest guy is ten to one. I don't. I don't agree with it. So I want to say that before I mention it. But some are speculating that plus four fifty also your condition after you get done with your diet. Uh, but I don't. Is, I do not. I don't agree with it. I don't like when people brutal. say those. I don't like when people say those kinds that's of things. Shine, what are you going to close to that? Shine, what are you going to eat for the Super Bowl? Crudite? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to have some celery, celery sticks. sticks. Uh, maybe a nice little dip. Wait, what about the app off tomorrow? Yeah, I'll still make something for you're the app try, off. You have to try a bite of everything. Yeah, maybe a little little spoonful. <laughs> so we can bring just, something. Yeah, you just put it in your mouth and then spit it out afterwards. <laughs> I'm like a squirrel, just stick it in my cheeks. Right. <laughs> He's going to be like Ben Stiller in Globo Gym, shocking his nipples as he's right, eating yeah. the food. Yeah. You're going to honestly, like, I love the fact that you call yourself a squirrel. You're going to look like the radioactive one, like, a, like, a, that's a little bit bigger than the average squirrel. 
But yes, I'm proud of you, Sean. Thank All right, you. anything else, Courtney? I <laughs> uh, no, that's it. But Sean bringing up Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas is another guy that a lot of people are talking about to, to bet on him. And the Subaru of New England, Washington's birthday sales event lasts all month long. Feel the freedom of a 2024 Subaru with symmetrical all-wheel drive. SubaruofNewEngland.com. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Greg, when Shime's food's bland and awful tomorrow, he'll say it's on purpose because he's trying to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, which, in the, in the appetizer category, which space are you in for tomorrow? Are you, with what you're preparing, are you in, are you in the dip space? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. What space are you in, Wiggy? I'm in the dip space. You are? Yeah. Are See, I s- feel like that's a cop-out. Like, everybody's going to make a dip. <laughs> well, that's the re- only thing that could be good. It doesn't when require much effort, though. Right, what? but that's the only thing that's going to be <laughs> good when you do that. out fraud. What do, what do you mean? Mine, mine is, I have to put a lot of effort in mine. You do? Yes. Today? Yeah. For a dip? Okay. Yep. Really? Because yeah. everything else, when you heat it up, is not going to taste as but good. But also, you're you're fraudulent because you're so concerned about doing a video for it. I feel like you were planning on buying yours mm-hmm. prepared elsewhere, and you just got identified as. Well, a fraud. I don't cook, so I'm letting you know right now. Oh, you're not making it. I'm not. No, I'm not a cook. No, but are you making it or not? Um, I could try. It ain't gonna be yeah, very what, good. What was your plan gonna be? Right. Just some dip. Well, but, but where are you gonna get it? And from the grocery store. Ah, oh, get, get <laughs> out of here! That's the that, that's a violation of the rules of the no, entire I'll get, thing. No, I'll get the ingredients. Curtis came up with the app off so that each right. person has to make something. I'm gonna like make... they would if we were having a Super Bowl party. Right. That's the point of the whole thing. Well, a lot of Super Bowl parties don't they bring stuff? Fraudulent. <laughs> I don't cook. <laughs> if you want me to cook it, I'll cook it. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Right. It ain't gonna be very good. Get do the black mac. I don't know how. Look, I don't cook. Period. Okay, you what, could you ask for help from Mrs. Wiggins. You don't make anything. I don't. I'm a horrible cook. Greg had plenty horrible. of help during the meatball cook. You can ask for some help. I'm I, the worst cook in America. She always wants to I get think, me on that I show. Think, I I made the meatballs myself. I got the recipe from Cindy Lou. That's it. Mm-hmm. That Things were prepackaged for you. Right. Only Pre- good thing she ever did for me, by the way. Oh, yikes. all right. Anything else? I'll try my best. Okay. If everybody gets sick, don't blame me. 29 degrees, and it's uh, going to be a 45 and 5. Out of the sunset, color TV screen. For all that I can get, if you know what I mean. Women to the left of me. Women to the right. What are we doing with the birthday boy, Chris Curtis, who has officially turned 40 years old today? This is Rich. Hello, Rich. Hey, good morning, everybody. What's up? Uh, I just wanted to make a quick uh, comment to Curtis uh, and then uh, just say something to Wiggy about Mr. Dillon. Yes. Curtis, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I lost a parent last year. It was my father. Uh, he spent many years as a friend of Al's, um, and there's one thing that I learned in his passing through being in, uh, being at his wake was that his touch was indomitable to the other people around him in recovery, uh, and I want to extend that to you and say that you lead like he did and uh, represent a very good 
quality in life. And uh, for people out here, you are an inspiration to a lot of us, myself included, about mental health and how you uh, take a brave standpoint a lot, point things out that need to be pointed out. So thank you. Thank you. And happy birthday, man. I appreciate that. And on this day, thank you. I'm glad you do, man. You you deserve it. You really do. Um, Wiggy. Yo. So lyricists. You you love lyricists, right? Like hip hop. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay, so and and I I don't like Dylan. Okay, I hate his I hate his voice, and I don't like the way he sings his songs. But I love his lyrics because his lyrics, like lyricists and hip hop, mm-hmm. are pretty much the same thing. He's just as he's he's one of the greatest. He's like Tupac. All right. Yeah. Biggie. All right. I, if you missed, I don't want to go back down the road because Wiggy is infuriating when he tries to pretend. No, because you get butthurt over your boy. He has vast musical knowledge, but Wiggy started the show before we even turned the mics on by telling me that Bob Dylan had zero talent, which identified uh, Wiggins as a fraud again. Did you watch uh, The Greatest Night in Pop? Yes, I did on Netflix. When Dylan looked like a dare in headlights? Uh, Yeah, because the guy is, he was, he had some nervousness about performing, uh, as many artists do. But how do you get on stage and perform in front of all those people? That's why Prince wasn't there, because he has that same anxiety. No, no, Prince wasn't there because him and Michael Jackson didn't get along. Uh, Prince was on his way to show up and play the guitar, but him and Mike weren't getting along at that time because they were the two biggest pop stars in the world. I would recommend, have you ever heard Hurricane by Bob Uh, Dylan? No, I've never heard it. I would recommend that you listen to that. Okay. And from a from a lyrical perspective, right. it may arguably be the best song ever written. Right. And it led to a man who was wrongly convicted of a crime. I've seen being, that movie, Hurricane, seen the movie, with Denzel right? Washington. That song led to the release of somebody who was wrongly convicted for murder. So um, it, please keep Bob Dylan's name <laughs> out, out your mouth. I was all geeked Please. up when they had Bob Dylan, and then he gets to the studio with the rest of them, yeah. 47, and I'm like, damn, Bob. Well, if you missed that argument, we're not going to go back over it. You can go back on the Odyssey app and listen to it. It happened at exactly 6 o'clock and ruined my morning. Uh, my favorite Greg is pissed off music snob Greg. Same. Correct, uh-huh. correct. Because he's such a hotto about yeah. music, and he thinks he's a like music guy, but I he's am. very limited in his knowledge. I, don't know. <laughs> I, made, I, made, I made a living in music for uh, nearly... Oh, no, you made a old, living in one for, particular lane. Uh, in, oh, for, over, for over two decades. <laughs> yeah, in one lane of music. Nearly three decades. Yeah, in one lane of music. <laughs> So what is he more of a snob of music or food? Oh, great! That is the question. Of uh, our time. I would say music because he did make a living in music. So he I could have f- made a living in food if they, if you get paid for eating it. Well, yeah, eating is good. I can eat food all day long. I can't cook a lick. But he's he's like really good in one lane. Yeah. That's what he is. It's like there's a million lanes on the highway, but Greg can only stay in that one lane. Once he gets out of it, then he gets exposed for his music okay. knowledge. Well. Right. The way Craig looks down and erupts when we just, it's just it's true, I don't though. Even bother Am I lying, Curtis? You're not. It's just so It's funny. so true. That's like don't... the biggest douche move of all time. That's really? King Douchey. How about acting like you know everything about music? When I didn't only, say I know everything thing, about music. The only thing you know is Tupac. No, no, I just said like, knowing yeah, everything. No, no. <laughs> I didn't say I know everything about music, but my new music you knowledge like you spans way more genres than yours. It doesn't. Yes, it does. We've been down this road I, a million we, times. We played like a Rolling Stone at six twenty this morning. You didn't even know the song. That's, you, one lane. 
one lane of music. I'm not familiar with all of Bob Dylan's songs. I know who the man is, but I'm not familiar with his songs. You're you're stuck in one lane of music. I'm not. Yeah, you are. I know. I think we played I, a song, right? Did, I, did we not play a song here on... Um, on uh, what what is it? One this, hit. This is W E E. One hit wonder Fridays. No, no. One hit one the Fridays. Yep. And we played a song. And Greg was like, "What is that?" Wasn't song? it Baller? Oh, I think it was. There was a song. I want to be a baller. Knew. Was that? Uh, no, I want. I was it. I was it that one. Uh, I can't remember what the song was. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the song. Yeah. Was. I mean, I, and I, Greg I, was like, "What is that song?" And we were like, "Because I was it a, wasn't a hit." I think it was. I want to be a, a little bit tall. You might be right. It oh, it was not, Skilo. Yes. Skilo. Yeah, Skilo. Skilo. You were like, Bang. "What the hell is that?" Mm, it wasn't a hit. That's yeah. why I don't know. <laughs> that was a new Skilo for Greg's music knowledge. <laughs> it was like a giant hit in the late eighty, late eighties, early nineties. Here's a text. We got to get to Mike Milbury. All right. Text said that my taken music is fraudulent. It is. Anybody who thinks OAR is awesome is a fool. All right, six one seven text. You're right? just exposing yourself for being a jerk. Yeah, Shime and I love OAR. Damn right, love <laughs> OAR. All right, Mike Milbury is brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. By FindMassMoney.gov and by John Sewer, the name to know when your drains don't flow. And he joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How you doing? Happy birthday. Mr. Curtis, Curtis and, thank you, Mike. Uh, Wiggy, uh, here's the deal on your dip. Simple recipe that my wife makes for Super Bowls. You go get some uh, Hidden Valley Ranch dressing. Comes in a packet. Okay. Easy to find. Then you get some um, sour cream. Mm-hmm. Mix them both together. Then you start making your bacon. Just make it however you make it in the frying pan. Mm-hmm. And uh, let that cool while it's cool. And you add shredded cheese to the, the, um, the Hidden Valley Ranch and the mm-hmm. sour cream. Then add the bacon as it cools, whip it all together, then sort of smooth it over, Mm -hmm. put a mound of cheese and some bacon crumbles on top, and bring it out about a half an hour before the game starts. Mm. Delicious. Easy. There's a lot of moving pots there. No, no. (laughs) Four. Sounds good. Do you cook it? Like is it? Is no, it, you don't cook it. You okay. just you just mix it, put it back in the uh, refrigerator, okay. and then mound it up with a little to see what. Let everybody know what they're okay. getting. Would to you eat serve in the middle that with? Stuff. Would you serve that with chips or crackers? Heavy or, chips. Or it's got to be heavy chips, and you got to take it out a little earlier so it can get some texture to it. Mm. You know, if you leave it in the refrigerator overnight, try to dip it right away. It's like yeah. you break a chip. But are we doing like so ruffles or Tostitos? I would say Tostitos is probably okay. better, but this ruffles. There's an argument to be made there. Okay. Um, what are you doing for the game? You having a party? You going you know, to a party? I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know yet, but I'm um I'm, you will have I'm not having a party, but we'll probably hang out with some friends on the Cape. Can I ask you a quick oh. question about chips before we get to hockey? Yeah. When did it become acceptable that a bag of Tostitos is now six ninety nine? That was two ninety nine my entire life. <laughs> and then the pandemic hits and it's three times the price. Yeah, it's supply chain issues, Curtis. Yeah. It's bizarre. Uh, uh, massive inflation. supply. Massive supply chain issues. Please don't get Mike going down that, that road. Sorry. Uh, let's get back to the puck. Uh, so listen, Jim Montgomery uh, uh, yesterday put that loss Tuesday night on himself and said he didn't prepare those guys well enough. You agree with that? He's right. Yeah. Okay. You know, this was a listen. This is a ridiculously long break. They hadn't played a game in ten days. They had, they had eight days off, completely off, and then they were home for a couple of practices. That never used to happen. I, I mean, we had a couple days off at the All Star game, and then. Couple days off at Christmas, at which time guys would like to go back to Toronto. But that's when we had snow. Remember snow? 
Um, anyway, <laughs> Harry would say, you, you got two and a half days off. If you want to go back to Toronto to see your family, you better come back on time. Because if you come back late, you better come back in a box. <laughs> that got my attention. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think there was every reason to suspect this was a trap game. And it was a trap game for the coach, too, because apparently they had two really good practices and everybody was sort of charged up to come in. And they were facing uh, an opponent that just had traded one of their best players, if not their best offensive player, to Vancouver for future considerations, which is kind of like waving the white flag. I mean, early before the trade deadline, now you know you're you're probably not looking at any, any success in the near future. So if you jump on Calgary, and this is would have been my play, make them ready somehow to come out of the gate, discourage Calgary, a team that really looks like it's going to go nowhere and is trading away some key assets, um, that would be the way to, to set the tone. And they didn't. They were out-muscled. They were outworked. They were out-everything in that game from the, from the get-go, and they deserved to get spanked. With, with the trade deadline looming, if you were Don Sweeney, what would you do with regard to Jake DeBrusque? Would you wait and see if – I mean, you're going to have to – I think he's looking for five and a half, six million dollars at the end of this. Uh, w- would you maybe throw him out there and see if there's interest and get some value if you're not going to be able to resign I mean, he, he's, been, he's been pretty darn good and, and from all accounts has been a better two-way player. Um, it looks like he's going to he have 27 goals last year or something like that. I mean, he's looking to get – he got real hot in this streak, and, and I don't know why they'd want to trade him. He seems to have settled in after that Cassidy trouble that he had. Um, you know, if I'm – if I'm the Bruins, you have to evaluate the fact if, if this guy is a top six player, then why bother to trade him? You're going to have to replace a top six player with another top six player, and, and I don't see the depth of of uh, talent coming up through this organization in Providence. It's just there aren't that many choices. So I, I think I think they'll keep him. Mike, it seems like uh, Matt Patra's uh, surgery is going to end his season, his rookie campaign. How tough of a break is that for this Bruins team? It's not that big a deal. I mean, he, you know, he's a really young, slight player coming to the league. They may, maybe they rushed him a little. I could see why because they had the issues about centers. But um, you know, he never quite got into the flow. He had some flashes, and it's a tough break for them. But I, I think they weren't going to. I don't think they were going to lean on Matt to to be a big part of their playoff push. I just don't think he was ready for it, and and he would have been good depth, but. Uh, I think there's enough there to get over that. When it comes to the depth, would you do anything uh, to to kind of fill that? Well, um, you know, what assets do the Bruins have? I mean, they, they, we know what their issues are, right? They're they're relying on their goaltender. Swayman was really good in the first period, let in a stinker at the end, but they have trouble identifying defensively. They're not that physical. They got and they, all this is you know you can read it from his press conference, Jim Montgomery, and their turnovers, and penalties. They're they're down by a goal and they've got a three and a half minute penalty and they take a two minute minute on the ice penalty and that's that's tough to do. But I, when I'm looking at what holes to fill, I'd like to see some smack back on the blue line. But I I um I don't know what their assets are that they can give up. They're right nose to the cap, but. So if they want to give up a guy like DeBrusque or a guy like Allmark, I mean, they, they could be in play, but they're going to create holes someplace where maybe they don't want to create holes or they don't want to rush the goaltending trade, which I think is inevitable in my opinion. But so who are the assets? Lizell, 
Potro's now hurt, and that raises red flags with guys. Um, the defenseman, Lowry, I mean, those are, those are, you know, I don't know if that's enough to tice, entice anybody into a, a sweetheart of a deal for a defenseman or, or some more secondary scoring. Mike, when you look at it from the coach's perspective, what's the hottest thing to get these guys to do when they have that long period of time off and they now get back? What's the hottest thing for you to do as a coach to kind of get them reengaged? You know, there's nothing like skating. I mean, it's really, if you take eight days off from, from skating, the, the, the limbs that you use, the, the muscles that you use are so different from just running up and down a basketball court or a football field. And it takes a couple days. I mean, I would have encouraged them to get on the ice on their own. You can't force them. Get out there. And then apparently they had a couple of good practices. But mentally, mentally, you have to be sharp coming back from a break like that. And you might need a little kick in the ass at some point from the coach. Even though the practices were good, it might be, listen, you got this is why this, this opponent is dangerous. The Calgary just trade away their best player. Their players are probably feeling, you know, like they, they have something to prove or there's an opening for them to get into some of that ice time that Lindholm had. So if we can get on them early, if we can crush them early, if we can play with them physically, um, we should be able to win this game. And then set some sets them up for a game like tonight against Vancouver, who continues to impress. So they missed that boat, and it's human nature sometimes after the break to come back a little bit sloppy and a little bit less physically committed. Okay, so you made a mistake. You know, put your big boy pants on and get back at it tonight against what's on paper the best team in the league. All right, Mike. Chiefs or Niners on Sunday? I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, I was betting. I was work really hoping that he would make it to the Super Bowl because he'd play one more time and I can see him play one more time this year because he's just he's just fun to watch. He's one of those guys you'd pay money to see play, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's our version of the uh, Connor McDavid. You yeah. know, like one of those guys that, like, I'd, like, I'd love to see Connor McDavid play in a Stanley Cup just because you get to see that for X amount of games. I, I feel the same way about Patrick Mahomes, even yeah, though I'm not never a huge Kansas City fan. The, uh, you in, Ingenuity, the creativeness, and the athleticism all combined in one, and it makes first you get a surprise package every game. Mike, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Try the dip, Wiggy. I will. All right, there it is. Mike Melbury's dip. We will be right back. The river of doubt gave birth to. Beautiful stone, and in my hand I held it, and I knew I was on my own, so I picked it up and I held it to the sky. And in my reflection, I knew I was all alone. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow morning on the show, we'll get you ready for the big game. The Swifty Bowl, and uh, don't don't miss the app off. Uh, Wiggy now has a dip recipe, and we'll see who wins. I, I hate to morning. do this, Greg. I'm sorry. Um, we have breaking news, non sports. Okay, uh, that may impact your life a bit. We know what's happened in Roxbury uh-huh. with the migrant crisis. They uh-huh. overflowed at the Roxbury Community Center. Yes. Breaking news per the Boston Herald. The city has warned startled Fort Point neighbors 
to be ready for migrants to move into their seaport district. Uh oh. Oh, what do you mean, uh oh? Wait, where? The Healy administration is eyeing an office building on Farnsworth Street. Also theorizing Echelon could be one. Uh, uh, Open arms is the way in which (laughs) we greet our. We are the world. That that would be the way that we greet our uh, neighbors from other from other countries. Uh Yes, the Uh. seaport district, which is almost all white, no African Americans there at all. No, no, there it's very diverse. (laughs) The the migrants are going to arrive in the seaport, and they're going to be like, "Why are all these fat guys with such hot women?" (laughs) This is going to be unbelievable content from Greg Hill. I mean, this is going to set him over the edge. I'm trying to find an office uh, building. There is a lot of office space no, down there. No, I know. There. What street are you saying? Uh, the Herald tweet says Farnsworth Street. Uh, Farnsworth. Okay. I know where that is. All right. I will be happy. I will be happy to welcome them right. to to Saver or to Ocean Prime They'll or be, man, yeah. uh, any of the local establishments that they might enjoy. And oh, I gotta on. say, it's gonna be wild afternoon at Tate today at the seaport. <laughs> Look out! Wow, <laughs> this street very close to Echelon. Uh, I mean, yeah. no, I'm not even like four streets over. Uh, I don't. You're acting like I care. I welcome everybody. That's it. I say, Phil, load it up. Yep, load them up. There's got to be a few smoke show migrants <laughs> floating around. Twenty somethings. Wiggy, I don't. Right please, for your wheelhouse. Please, please. I don't <laughs> Seriously. Really a week from today, the migrants are speaking to the local news. They're like, what is a Marconi? What is this guy talking about? Uh, there'll be a few of them. I mean, you know. Wow. Uh, That's good. They'll be able to use Equinox, which is right across the street. <laughs> Free I mean, gym memberships. I honestly may just spend my days in the seaport just to see how this unfolds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. They a lot can of office space Bonobos and... Bonobos? What's By that? By the way, Bonobos, strange shop. You well, can't actually buy anything there. What is it? Bonobos. <laughs> men's, men's clothing store. Oh, is that... I had to get clothes to go to Woodland like years ago. Uh-huh. And I popped in. I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, this is my size. Can I get it? And they're uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, well, we, we need to fit you. In about six months, you'll get it. I'm like, what? The, who the hell does that? Oh, so you can't even like buy anything off no, the you rack? Just no. Try it, on. it was like the we sell your stuff on eBay shop. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. i never seen that before. You go into a store and you actually pick a shirt you like and they send, oh, mm. uh, we'll send it to you? Yeah. Okay. All right. But no bows. There's a lot uh, going on around certainly there. Certainly, we welcome diversity yes. at, at every opportunity. Uh, yes. Question from a texter. Interesting one. 603. Uh, will Greg still take his old man morning walks? <laughs> of course I will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course I will. I'm and Nelson Aguilar I, got a place down there? Am yep. I, am I, well, Nelson, yeah, Nelson Aguilar <laughs> does not have his place anymore. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I, I don't believe. I don't believe. I have a song though. Uh, right. Let's. You want to celebrate with a song from the great Neil Diamond? Turn this up a little bit. This is for everybody arriving in the seaport. We right. welcome you. Wiggy, right. open arms. Open arms. Open arms. Far. We've been traveling far. The seaport district, which is almost all white, no African Americans there at all. Hang on to a dream. On the boat, 
That Lululemon uh, store is going to be popping. Boy, they are going to love the seaport. Yep. They're going to love yep. it down there. All right. Well, listen, we got a lot. That's the thing in the city. We got all these yeah. empty office buildings because nobody goes to work anymore. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what? They're just going to put up like a bunch of beds in the yeah, office you building? Get that, like, yeah, you know, like when you used to go to camp and they used to have those little beds that they, mm-hmm. you know, basically have like 50 of them and you lay next yeah. to somebody. I, yeah. that, listen, that's the way it's going to be. 4.30 a.m. when yeah. I walk right out at the right out on Seaport Boulevard for my old man walk, it'll be like this. Good morning, my neighbors! <laughs> Hello! Yep. The, the migrants Welcome. arrive and they're like, wait, so this is the one part of Boston that was open space and you decided to build everything on top of each other with no roads and no stores that you can actually buy things to live with. There is no infrastructure to sustain what they're doing. But okay, makes sense. <laughs> All right. So breaking news. Thank you, Curtis. That's good. I mean, okay. huge day in the seaport. <laughs> it's a big day over there. We will, <laughs> we'll be right back. I don't know why, but it bothers me that the man who essentially started the dynasty is rooting for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's it's it's. A re- I don't like San Francisco just I, because of Shanahan. I don't like him. There's something about, like I told you, there's something about him that just. Uh, and I'd rather like. I'm not a, like a huge Kansas City fan, but I like more of the guys on. Like I don't mind. I I like Travis Kelsey. I think he's cool. He's funny. I know he invented the fade, but I I like that. <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes. I like Patrick Mahomes. I like Patrick Mahomes. You do? Yeah, I don't I don't have an issue with him. I just think there's so many more likable guys on San Francisco. Who? Christian McCaffrey, I can't George stand Kittle. Him. George Kittle, I, I prefer Olivia Kel- Culpo. I prefer Kelsey over Kittle. Really? I pref- I'm McCaffrey. I'm not so and I'm not you know, I think he's a great player, but I'm not a huge like Nick Bosa personality yeah, I fan. Mean, Nick Bosa high on my list. Yep. Especially in the skims ad. Yeah, but you Brock see- Purdy. You're going you more on him. looks. No, I'm not yeah, going see, looks. That was a joke. You, like, how are people not? <laughs> how are people not rooting for Brock Purdy? He is, in my mind, his story is a better story than the Patrick Mahomes story. It That's, would be it would be a bigger upset than the biggest upset in Super Bowl history, which was Brady over Warner in 2001. Right. right. Because you're talking about the last pick in the draft mm-hmm. against the modern-day Brady, against the guy that's looking for his third title. That's why there's no shot that the Chiefs lose this game. I wish. I hope I'm wrong. I know the Vegas odds say the Niners. There is not a chance in hell mm. Patrick Mahomes is losing to Brock Purdy. It's just, And people say Brady lost to Eli. Eli was the top pick in the draft. We're talking about the last pick in the draft. But uh, see, Curtis, I would I would dispute you on our Super Bowl team versus Kurt Warner's Super Bowl team. Only reason why is because on paper, the San Francisco's 49ers team is viewed as the best roster in football. In 2001, we weren't viewed that way. So we were literally taking down uh, Goliath. Goliath. Right? Yeah, I wasn't. I probably didn't say it right. I'm just saying specifically the quarterbacks. Okay, not the teams. I, I, yeah, I see. I get. I get where you're going there. Yeah. But Brock Purdy has been fortunate enough to land on the ultimate team. Like people will say, they have the best talent in the league. What about cover your ears? What about this, Courtney? What about the Swift factor? Like, do you really want her to get a Super Bowl win and to be featured post game? 
Yeah, right? I, 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 all, I, I doesn't really, that, but doesn't that lead you to at least root for the Niners? No, no, I, I do because I know the Travis Kelsey, uh, hot break song will be spectacular. All the stuff that will come for when their breakup happens is going to be. Like, you know me, I love the reality show. I can almost uh-huh. see Travis Kelsey having his own reality show after dating Taylor Swift. Because where do you go from there? Yeah. Everywhere you go is down. <laughs> I mean, th- uh, think about it. Every Where do you go from Taylor Swift? I mean, she's not the most beautiful. Like, oh I mean, you can God. find okay. beautiful women. But Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And uh, also, maybe they'll just get married. But take that out of it. Mm-hmm. With every other sport, we always talk about, oh, well, there's more pressure on Team A than Team B. Couldn't you use that here, too, and say Brock Purdy, really not a ton of pressure on him. Yes, Vegas has 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 them winning. But everybody else that you talk to is like, don't bet against uh, Patrick. Don't yeah, bet right, against yeah. Patrick. If you're Patrick Mahomes, all the pressure's on your shoulders, not on Brock Purdy's. You don't think Brock, they, want, they were willing. They said, Brock, listen. We're going to sit you down and go get Brady. A 46-year-old. A four, you know how much pressure there is on this young man who's trying to make it in the NFL if, the, if San Fran don't, does not win this game? Who do you think is going to be the person that that people have their eyes set on and their target set? It's going to be Brock Purdy. Yeah. It's going to be get him. Patrick Mahomes. I, yeah. I still think you're Mr. Irrelevant. Last year you were hurt. Now this year it's like you, you, you made it to the Super Bowl. Like I, I just think that he he's already proving people wrong. Where right, but he has to every because he's Mister Irrelevant. Every year he has to prove people wrong. That's the way Brady played. And if you don't win, they're looking to replace you. Like they're not looking to repro- replace Patrick Mahomes. No. And Purdy, if they don't win, I'd be one of those people and say it might. You might need to get. You might need to be more aggressive to get Brady there if you're San Francisco <laughs> and you have this window. Yeah, I, I think mean, if Tom, they... Tom Brady seems to be embracing no, his role I know on, that. On, on television and preparing for it, and he's not coming back. So. I know, Greg, I, I, I'm, maybe I'm starting to believe that a little bit, but if you're San Francisco and you're the 49ers, I'm talking about Shanahan and John Lynch, if Brock Purdy's not able to get it done and he throws a couple interceptions in this game, what do you think their mindset is knowing the roster that they have? Oh, but how much better would the game be if Brady was taking on Mahomes at 46 Sunday? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd be into that one. Oh, This is Tim from Natick. Hey, Tim. Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's up? Happy birthday, Happy birthday Curtis. Hey, uh, I, don't, I don't think Purdy's got, you know, even if he has uh, the, the pressure on him, he, if you've been watching, he's handling it really well uh he puts his faith in god but i mean cam newton called him out and he clapped back so quickly to be like oh, oh there's all these quarterbacks in the nfl and cam newton ain't one of them so you know <laughs> I, I think he's got a poise about him he he's he's not going to just buckle under the pressure you know he knows he's got great guys around him i i, I mean i want san fran to win obviously mahomes is amazing but it's not going to be because brock purdy crumbles under the pressure i don't think that at all yeah, Tim, yeah. I got to tell you, I think Brock has crumbled, but he's been bailed out by opposing secondary guys. Because oh, yeah. Because there have been multiple throws, Wiggy and I have documented, where it would have been a pick six for the Packers. He's gotten very lucky this postseason. I, and, and I agree, but like a lot of those come at the beginning of the game. Like The longer the game goes on, the better Brock Purdy gets. And it's when it's you know the fourth quarter and it matters, he's made drives that 
account and like he's he hasn't succumbed to the pressure and been awful like it's 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 more so about kind of but don't you think the pressure would mount if he throws a pick six and then they get the ball back whereas if it's dropped and it's not a pick six on the 51 yard catch that Brandon Ayuk made if that's an interception the game is going in a different direction if Dan Campbell we all think is a good coach but doesn't buy into the analytics, that game is in a different direction. And the negativity that's going to come down on Brock Purdy, that's just the role of the position. Well, and as general, an under seventh no, guy. In general, guy. though, mm-hmm. you, you played in two Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, uh, how much more intense is the pressure, if it is? Oh, it's or is it- way more intense. Because every play you're thinking about – is this going to be the, the the reason why we win or lose the game? You're looking at the clock, and every second it feels like it's that's ticking off that clock. You start to look, are you down? And if you are down, you're like, are we going to be able to come back? If you're up, you're like, all right, hurry up. This clock needs to go out because you know the importance of that, of that game. And I understand Brock Purdy and p- kind of what he's going through. As somebody who was undrafted where he was a late-round draft pick, Mr. Irrelevant, you might as well be undrafted, knowing the pressure – of they're always trying to replace you, and then you have this opportunity, and if you don't perform well and you lose this game, people are going to be like, you have all this talent in the world, but the quarterback is your biggest issue. But those are two different things. I think if they if they lose the game, uh-huh. just lose the game, then yes. that's one case. If Brock Purdy throws three interceptions, then that's a whole other ball game. But if they lose to the Chiefs, I don't think anybody's saying like, "Oh, Brock Purdy, gotta get him out, gotta ship him out of well, here." Well, that's what Wiggy's saying. There's a Niners fan who just uh, sent a text in on the Subaru of New England text line. 401 text, so hello, Rhode Island. Wiggy, I've watched every snap of the Niners this year. No fan, no Niners fan wants to get rid of Brock Purdy. Yeah, there's not regardless. a single one. Okay. Regardless. I think the conversation, if the if the 49ers lose on Sunday, the conversation is more about Kyle Shanahan turning into the original Andy Reid and not being able to get it done than it is about so Brock if they, Purdy. So if they lost the NFC Championship game, if that guy made the catch and they lose that game, you're telling me 49er fans are not like, oh, we just now, all we need is the quarterback. We went from Garoppolo who was just a meh to now Purdy who looks okay but can't get us over the hump. So wait, if it's on Shanahan and they don't win this game, is there an opening there for a legendary head coach? No, they won't fire him, but the conversation will begin to heat up. (laughs) With a team that's like Super Bowl ready, is there an opening there for a veteran coach next next season? No. No? I I do love how we poo-poo the fact that Brock Purdy is all of a sudden 49er quarterback for life when they literally wanted to replace him right. last yeah. year with a 46-year-old. Right. No, they didn't want to replace the, the reason Kyle Shanahan went and talked to Purdy about Brady was because they were unsure if Brock Purdy would be available for the season because of his injury. And right, so they but did they, know the, did they know the answer about the injury before they talked about Brady? Talk to Brady. No. Right, that's the point. They, if, th- if Purdy no, were healthy Brady and Brady wanted to play, Purdy's on the bench. No, that's not that's not how it yes, was it going is. to go, yeah. Curtis. That's the point. Purdy was healthy. Reed, Peter they didn't King go, this they didn't go at, they didn't go talk to no, Tom Brady Tom because Brady, Brady was healthy. Wa- he didn't want to play. That's the story from Peter King this Monday. Chime, are you challenging the Brady whisperer? No, it's just on his on his birthday. God, it's just like days. like people like it, it. It's insane to me that people are like, "Yeah, Purdy will be gone." The guy was a minus two hundred favorite to win the MVP in Week sixteen. Mm. Like this guy is not, it's not just some okay jabroni. in Week ten in his rookie year. Mac was the favorite to be the MVP. How many right. NFC quarterbacks are better than Brock Purdy right now? Uh, NFC quarterbacks, I would say two. Dak, 
I would say, let me see. Let me let me. Look I would at, say Jalen Hurts is better. Uh, yeah, let me and look Dak. at the NFC. And Hold that's on. probably about it. Hold on. I, I, I'd say maybe, and I'd hate to say it, uh, would I go Jared Goff? No, you wouldn't. Oh, I would. On. Stop. Okay, let, let me look at NFC quarterbacks, all right? If you put Mac Jones on the 49ers, they win the division. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. That no, team is don't. a Ferrari. Brock Purdy is not great. Stafford. He's good. Like if, I would take Stafford over Purdy any yeah. day. Every, every, oh, uh, your boy, uh, we're missing uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love, definitely. Yep, he Jordan, outplayed him in this on the road. Yep, Jordan Love. By just, every statistical measure, Brock Purdy was great right, all year. Because he has a great all team. Year. No, Curtis, I- even if you're talking he about specifically the- what Brock Purdy did, when mm-hmm. he made, when he's making choices and making decisions and making throws, those are actions he makes. And when he does that, he has, like, the highest EPA in football. Uh, I don't Twitch, know what that means. Uh, in the Twitch <laughs> chat, you can watch this show on Twitch. Just go to Twitch and follow WEEI. What about Baker Mayfield? No. No. Purdy okay. is better than Baker Mayfield. Oh, mm. God. Now I have to root for the Chiefs. This sucks. This is Kevin from, <laughs> Kevin from Marshfield on Curtis's birthday. Hello, Kevin. Good morning, folks. Hey. Um. Curtis, no, no crying in baseball. Uh, Wiggy, yep. Uh, THC or CBD? THC all day. Okay. Okay, there you go. Uh, Greg, regarding your new uh, situation, uh, Hakuna Matata. Got to get you a new situ. I think that means a lady. I'm so confused. Wow. Kevin said he wanted to have something to say about Curtis's birthday. He never got to Curtis's birthday. Yep. Why is he bringing the Lion King into this? I, I, that, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Was it because I, you guys talked about Swahili earlier with Stevie oh, Wonder? Maybe. It could have been. I mean, you know. Do they speak Swahili in the Lion King? I mean, what? I, I would think, say. I um, believe Simba is actually a Swahili. Oh, word. I know uh, that. Developing hot take of all the films made for children. Mm hmm. Which adults can enjoy? Uh huh. Lion King, top of my list. All right. Would yeah. you agree? I don't know. I seen the Lion King so long ago. Uh, I would say Toy Story's up there. I, I gotta tell oh, you. Oh yeah, Toy Story. A lot of lot of some good adult mm-hmm. comedy Humor. in Toy Story. Aladdin, great classic. Aladdin, Aladdin. very Aladdin. sexual. <laughs> That's very sexual. It is. No, it's not. If you watch it as an adult, it's shocking Bro. that. <laughs> It is. What was the one with Mega? You, you see sex in everything. No, I took a class at BC and about Aladdin. No, it was about how <laughs> Disney, how Disney is not actually good for kids. It was it, that was like the first day of class, and we watched right, this movie. Woke. We watched this movie about you know the how how the dimensions of all the princesses oh, yeah, yeah, and how you can't God. attain uh, uh, attain that as a as uh-huh. a female. But uh-huh. also just the sexualized nature of Aladdin. Minnie is a fraud. Uh, the other classes were full, or right? Uh, no, this class was actually fascinating. Oh, right. took sex ed. I took a, no, I took a lot of TV and movie. Classes. What's the movie? <laughs> What's the movie? I'm sure you can't tell. It took a lot of classes where you watch television and movies. Uh, oh, no, crazy. yeah, I wanted. To, I thought when I went to BC that I wanted to be like a producer. Oh, uh, like a, really? Like a, a TV or movie oh, producer? Like yeah. a, a film person? Okay. Yeah. What's right. the one with Megamind? That was a good movie. Isn't that movie named Megamind? Yes, it is called Megamind. Is it? Yeah, yeah. You're I, thinking, thought, I think you're thinking of The Incredibles. Oh, yeah, that's great. what I'm thinking about. Megamind, so. not in The Incredibles. Yeah. All right. Can I tell you a great flick? Moana. We've been knee-deep in that puppy. Oh, the Rock. Oh, yeah. Actually, I've never seen that. Frozen, well, very good. Yeah. Is James getting things that he watches? 
Like, is he at that point where? Yeah, he, he thought this. The it took a little while to get to the hook, and he thought that they were a little too predictable in the outcome. But he did enjoy it. <laughs> Monsters right. Inc. Let's okay. get let's get to Courtney and to what is trending this hour. The Rich Keith Show weeknights starting at six. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Shaw's the Celtics. They take down the Hawks last night, 125 to 117. It was Kristaps Porzingis and Derek White who led the way. Kristaps had 31 points, while Derek White had 21 for himself. 12 of those 21 for White came in the fourth quarter. The C's also made a move ahead of the trade deadline, which is today. They acquired Xavier Tillman from the Grizzlies, sending Memphis two future second-round picks and Lamar Stevens. The Bruins are in action tonight. They have the Canucks in town. Puck drop is at 7. And your Red Sox will be the focus of two new Netflix documentaries coming out. The first, a docuseries following the 24 Sox, and then an in-depth documentary on the 04 team. Mike Reese is reporting that Brian Belichick will return to the Patriots as the safeties coach for the 2024 season. And the Waste Management Open starts today, about to be underway. The first round tees off at 9.20 a.m. Meaty savings are on this week at Shaw's and Star Market. Today through Thursday, pick up Value Pack 80% lean fresh ground beef or 93% lean Shady Brook Farms ground turkey. Only $2.77 a pound when you use the digital coupon. That's limited to two per customer. Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. And could turn the mic on. I'm an idiot. Thank you. And thank you for the donuts from Duncan. Oh. The Duncan family. Very, very kind on my birthday. You got me a dozen donuts. Oh, okay. oh you're welcome. Very thoughtful. And Greg, uh, Bruins Canucks, if you had to rank the top title, would it be the Bruins over the Canucks? Was that like of all the winning of the last two decades? Would that be number one for you? For me? Yeah. You mean games that I've been at? Just or? like, yeah, I guess. But like in terms of what title meant the most to Greg Hill when you were uh, watching? In, in any sport. Of, of the last two decades, yeah. Of all the winning for the Celtics, Bruins, Patriots. No, I, I think it was the uh, the Patriots beating the Falcons. Yeah. I, 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 that one to me is the greatest comeback of all time. Yeah, no, I just knew you were a hockey guy. Yeah. I didn't know if that had any uh, different I mean, meaning I, to you. I, I, mean, really? I, did, I did enjoy the opportunity to hoist the Stanley Cup. On the ice in Vancouver with the great Sean Thornton. But, I mean, it's one of many memories that I have, Curtis. Yeah. That I will be able to share with some of my new neighbors uh, in the sport as I welcome them to America. Yeah. um, I'm eagerly awaiting the randomly delivered echelon mass email about the pool rules. (laughs) 34 degrees. Oh, you think they're going to reinforce the pool rule? I just think there might just be an oddly timed... (laughs) email today about something uh 34 degrees and sunny afternoon high of 44 and streaming everywhere on the odyssey app and you guys added a big tonight in xavier tillman does that offer some relief for you and chris Stapps and even luke in terms of minutes down the stretch is it, what kind of benefit is that it's definitely a benefit. Um, you know, looking forward to having him um, here, and um, and he's a guy that has has played on good teams um, and understands how to play. And um, you know, and yeah, I, I look forward to you know playing with him and seeing how you know he's going to be able to help us down the stretch.
last night on the newest member of the Boston Celtics, Xavier Tillman, who Brad Stevens acquired in a trade yesterday. The NBA trade deadline is 3 p.m. today. Wiggy, if you were Brad Stevens, are you done? Uh, yeah, because I think that was their biggest, like, not issue or question mark or like something that was huge, but just a little added depth to your 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 big position. Because Al Horford, he does a good job, but he's not the, like, you're not looking at it as a true five. If this guy's he's getting like, up there. He's getting yeah. up there in age. If and this guy's have... a true five, you know, maybe it takes off some of the pressure a little yeah. bit for Porzingis. Yeah, so who has his load management issues mm-hmm. and his uh, his plantar fasciitis right. or whatever. Uh, whatever is and you want him. Porzingis to be more of an asset on the offensive end than you do on the defensive end. Yeah. I mean, does he really count as a big, though? I mean, I and not what they ain't they what they're saying. Yeah. I mean, I I that so was the whole reason to get him. Uh, you, I think we all applauded Don Sweeney mm-hmm. last year at the trade deadline because they looked at that team and said this this team can win it all, and they went for it. Yep. They, do you has you don't have any concern about them like doing making one more move or one big move to to ensure that they get it this time. No, you because what they I, got with what they they have what they need on this Yeah, cuz I think you're pretty solid like your your three-point specialist isn't that really like Sam Hauser, so you don't really need a guy to fill that role. I think your boy's actually done a pretty good job all year long in Peyton Pritchett. Pete Pritch. Yeah, he's like your third point guy that you bring in. Mm-hmm. Uh, um you're, you're pretty good on your scoring element where you got scores all over the court. I think it was really just about another big to kind of help with being a defensive player, defensive big. And But wasn't that the big critique last year? Ken was making that often on Saturdays with me, that they didn't do enough at mm-hmm. the deadline to ensure the season would have been maximized. And I think that even if it's not an imminent need, I see Brad being a little bit more proactive. You already saw it yesterday with the with the trade they made, but I think bigger names may be out there. Mm. Yeah, I so just feel don't... like this team is so great. They are the best team in basketball. Right. But you, do you want to get insurance? You know, I don't know how you get Kristaps Porzingis insurance, but you, you the, the, I think there are Por- if Porzingis is healthy, obviously along with with uh, Tatum and Brown, they win it all. But I I don't know if they look back on last year and say you know we needed a couple more. I don't know who was available, who they should have mm-hmm. gotten instead of what was the guy Muscovich, the uh, oh the Greek, yeah uh, yeah yeah I, I, I forget his last name, yeah. but he didn't do anything, so that's the, sort of the point. But I would you want that. really another big name because we've seen in the past, especially with Jalen and Jason, when it came to Marcus Smart, that it didn't work there. So getting Marcus Smart out, despite he that he's a great talent, is working for them now. I just think that the mojo is really good for this team right now and mixing it up with somebody else. So don't screw with. Well, yeah. like when you say another big name, like what do like you another mean? ego? Uh, no. like, with NBA players, I do think you have to take into account their egos when you bring somebody into a locker room. Like, I know you wanted Dame Lillard for a really long right, time. Right, but you're not getting that. No, I know. But even he, him going to the Bucks, I don't think has really like panned out as as well as they thought it was going to. So like a, maybe a name, and I've heard this being floated around, but because of this whole stupid apron thing, which I have no idea, that whole money thing. Like, are you talking about like somebody like, because Gordon Hayward's name has been thrown over. You want to bring Gordon Hayward back again? No, that's well, his name was... Yeah, right. So Celtics doing that. I don't know. But is that a big name that you're talking about? Like, I don't see him being an issue. I don't think he was an ego when he was here the first time. So right. So when you say that, he's an extraordinary gamer. Time. Daddy's always happy. (laughs) (laughs) 
By the way, the Twitch chat is having a field day with Greg and the news of the seaport. And, and uh, one gentleman said it's time for Greg to take his tiny TV and leave. What are they talking about? I am I embrace the arrival of new neighbors. I love it. Is it going to be sad that the Farnsworth facility they're living in, everyone has a bigger TV than you at Echelon? <laughs> <laughs> Did they get a TV when they arrived? Oh, from the you state? better believe it. Oh. Well, that's my. So, that's nice. uh, what do they get on arrival, and wh- how are they providing food at this place? I don't know how that works. You, we would ha- we we should probably get our friend mm-hmm. Governor Healy, Healy on the right. show at some point. To t- I don't know if if it's just a a place to live or if Sleep. there is food included. I don't. I don't know. know. It, it it could be like what Fifty was going at New York. The New York man for they were giving them like cards, but only to go out and buy food and stuff like that. So maybe they're getting like a stipend or a card in that sense to be able to go out and buy. Oh, it. Curtis brought it up maybe some sort of a gift card for Tate, right? Or something like that. You haven't lived uh, until you get the fresh mozzarella sandwich pressed with chicken. But <laughs> let me tell you this, Greg. All right, so I have a question for for you and Courtney, our seaport experts. Experts, what could you get with fifty dollars in the seaport right now? Uh, you mean food wise? Like, or... so it's forty to park. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, uh-huh. w- literally, what if you had fifty dollars today? You could mm-hmm. barely get lunch. Yeah, that's Fuck. about all you, oh, could you get. Oh, you could go to Shake Shack. You could go to Stubby's. Yeah. You could yeah. barely get lunch, like Curtis said. Right, barely. I'd, yeah. I'd go right over Plenty to Stubby's, of... get the burger with the Stubby sauce. Right. Stubby sauce on the burger mm-hmm. is to die for. Very so basically, good. you got uh, lunch and dinner, and now you you got no more money. No, you're not going to be able to get dinner. No, not even close. <laughs> you're not going to be able to get well, dinner. Well, no, get it, a piece of shrimp at Davi's. Right. So, I mean, that, well, I'm saying <laughs> if you went to a Shake if you went to Shake Shack twice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. By yourself. Santu and I are doing this new thing where we each have a night of the week. Like, I have Mondays and Wednesdays to cook dinner, and he has Tuesdays and Thursdays. And what I'm making for him, I hope he's not listening on Monday, I am making a um, a smash burger, like a McDonald's-style smash burger taco. Oh, yeah, very popular on the uh-huh. Instagram. I, have you looks- noticed how every Instagram chef, they get a theme, Shime, you love the food videos like very I Very much so. <laughs> they get... A theme, and then they all do the same exact theme. Like French onion things seem mm-hmm. to be overwhelmingly giant now. Yeah. I made the French onion pasta the other day. I put it on my thing for you guys. But there's French onion dip, the, the or like French onion bread dip, French onion like everything. French onion no creativity, rice. Greg. People's got to be creative. Freedom yeah. onion. No, but no, but but they all do the same. The other thing that's huge is. The slot like sliders where you take the Hawaiian rolls, yeah. mm-hmm. cut the whole entire loaf of it in half, and do uh. your sliders that way. Yep. Like, so is it just a, like everybody adopts the same trend? Yeah, it's the TikTok trend, and you put your own spin on it. And you try it. You say, like, is this as good as the other people are saying? I'm very mm. excited, but maybe I should be doing stubby sauce instead of the mac sauce. Mm. I have to get the recipe. Well, did you get a recipe? You can get the recipe online to make mac sauce. Yes, yeah. I got okay. that recipe, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of ingredients. Does in the mac sauce... Isn't it just Thousand Island dressing? Just go buy no, it. No, it's not just not. Thousand Island Greg dressing. and Courtney, maybe. Does the mac sauce recipe come with an NDA? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure about that, Greg? What? Mac sauce isn't it? Really just it really ingredients. isn't. No, I mean, there's a couple other ingredients right? that are... I mean, okay. it's very similar, but right. it's not the exact Well, that's what I'm thing. saying. If she wanted to do something where she didn't have to, she could just... No, I'm so, really trying to up my, my cooking ability, okay. so I'm going to make it from scratch. Oh, good for you. Yeah. All right. so you guys split look. up all of the duties around no. the house? No, no, this is a new thing we're trying. I see. Okay. Just to, you know, 
spice up dinner because uh-huh. we're making the same thing over yeah. and over again. So this way, like I cooked a, a frittata of sorts last night, mm. uh, a pepper and onion with Swiss cheese. Mm. Uh, That's big in the relationship world as if a man can cook. Yes, yeah, If I was single, cook. I'd be screwed because I couldn't cook anything. So, but I guess, you know, my wife, she always talks about it when we watch the Food Network, like guys that can actually cook. Yeah. That is, they're like. Right here. Oh, you're, you're top of the, let me tell you <laughs> yeah, this. I, you are a high, high grade when it comes to draft pick. You're I, up on that oh, board. Let me, you don't think I know that? Well, I'm just saying. Well, well I mean, it was kind of funny that you said you made the uh, French onion pasta and posted on Instagram for us. I did. What? what did that do for me? I mean, I just did it for you guys because I know you like to make fun of uh, You did it for I, the female population. Like uh, a man that's sliding yeah. in his Good DMs. Job. Right. And Greg, you know, so Courtney and Santo alternate Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh-huh. Greg, Monday, Wednesday's Ocean Prime. Tuesday, Thursday, Saver. That'd be Good move on you, Greg. Well, so wait on, that's the way to a woman's heart is being able to cook for her. I'd be like, listen here, lady. I ain't cooking. So you want to be with me? You got to know that. Oh, there it is but on that's, Twitch. That's a bit uh, Neanderthal. Right. It's a, a little bit Neanderthal. No, I say, ju- listen here, lady. Well, I mean, I just never, I'm not a cook. Hey, woman. Oh, I mean, what do <laughs> yeah, you want me to the, say? So that's the French onion pasta that All I All right, made. that looks good. Okay. God, that's uh, sto- you can just smell how expensive that place is. That looks is. real. That marble on the backsplashes. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, see, Greg, you're definitely a high draft pick when it comes to the ladies. <laughs> Don't worry, ladies. That's organic beef broth. Right. <laughs> And that's me doing yeah. it by myself. You know what I might do uh, is I may start making meals for my new neighbors. That's and, a good idea. Uh, oh. Inviting one or two of them over, and right. we can talk about America and kind of uh, some of the customs and things that we have here. And as a way of welcoming them, is that your way of getting them to leave cooking for them? <laughs> that does Interviews look good, with though. Greg Hill. Huh? I ain't gonna like lie, that. that does look good. Doesn't that look good, Wiggy? Did you throw the cheese on it too? Yeah, of course. Okay, all right. I put, that I, I put cheese on everything. That does look good. <laughs> oh yeah, there's extra the cheese. cheese. <laughs> hey, you get my hot by that. <laughs> So does it taste like like a French onion dip or like a French, French onion, onion soup? soup? Oh, it's French onion pasta. Yes. Oh, I mean, yeah, it has the Oof. taste of French. French. <laughs> what you like that? I yeah, like it looks that. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm thinking in my mind, like, see, so I, you're not even interested. in You're all horned up. No, right, exactly. And the, the the crazy part about it is, I can't cook worth a lick. I know. But Why did Wiggy take his shirt off? But I can think about cooking things because you know what I saw. I'm like, oh, imagine if you put some chicken in there. Yeah, imagine if I made you marry me chicken. Okay, so those they they ain't hitting no, huh? They ain't hitting. <laughs> you didn't want to do it. You didn't want to do it. Uh, no chicken, like you know, like a chicken breast, almost where it's a combination of a French onion soup type of pasta. I do that for the second go round. Oh, okay, because yeah. that looked good. They're not chicken worthy. <laughs> I, I, I got you. I got you. Yo, that was, me chicken, I mean, I've seen, heard is good. Have you seen how expensive chicken is? Yeah. That would have oh, definitely yeah. had my panties dropping. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I'm not going to lie one bit. That looked good. That looked really good. Uh, so there you go, Greg. Uh-huh. I guess keep doing what you're doing, yeah. man. Yeah. All right. Taking down the seaport through cooking. Okay. We were talking. Weren't we talking about sports? Uh, yeah, we we will have a lot I, I, more competition I, now in the seaport, though, <laughs> when it comes to the young ladies. So. Oh, is there another cook out there? Oh. <laughs> He misses entire portions uh, okay. of the program. No, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because I had said that. There's got to be some young, hot migrants. Thank you for everybody. Ooh. Wiggy is like a real-life Odyssey app. It skips. It kind of comes in and out. You know what I serve on the third date? What's that? 
Yeah. You guys come down here after. I got moose soup and everything. <laughs> and that's why it ends after three. Uh, I bring the moose soup out. Ugh. Nothing better sexually than a good meal. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Curtis, come on now. I love you. Have you never you. not eaten something so good? No, but aren't you too full afterwards? Yeah. No, to, no, like, no. But I'm just talking about the taste and no. in that moment. You're like, the sex <laughs> has to be the app. You're like, oh, there's nothing better on earth than this. <laughs> really? I don't think I've ever reacted that no, way. Like, you, you have never had something really good. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, like, oh man, that's good. No, when they, when we hit the prosciutto mots at Capitol Grill, that is an out of body experience. Oh, yeah, is, that's yeah. my point. Yeah. It is. You know, too bad Courtney's not allowed there anymore. But <laughs> it's great. You went the other <laughs> night. I'm very uh-huh. excited to go back. Yeah. No, they, they got a picture they, of you up. Yeah, they, they don't like you over yeah. there. <laughs> Who you talk to? Do not serve you are, this. You lady. are not popular <laughs> over there oh, anywhere I, in the entire <laughs> country. I really like that restaurant. Where do we try to go when we go to Fort Myers for spring training to do our show when we try to go to the Capitol Grill in Naples? They probably have your picture up there, too. Oh. I really like it there. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. When I did that, remember I told you I was there? I took a couple of guys out from Brockton and the reservations. Now they send those text messages back. Your reservations is at 8 o'clock or yeah. whatever. I got it back. Your reservations eight. Oh, uh, by the way, Courtney better not be with me. <laughs> They said that in that, the actual, in the actual the like, text back? The, wow. the robot yeah. text back. This wasn't even... God, they've even trained AI. <laughs> yes, it was like from I'm like an 888 number. I was like, oh, okay. How do you know this? That's what I said. Uh, I responded, don't worry. She's, she'll be nowhere in sight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The bacon over there. Oh, so good. Oh, <laughs> where? At uh, Capitol Grill. Bec- yeah. Because we got... You mean the Swiss Army knife of foods? <laughs> Yes. yes and it, so a lot, a couple of guys went. They had never been there. And the bacon, and I like the bacon, but I, you know, I dive face first into the brujudo mozzarella wraps. So I said, you know, there's a couple other guys. Let me, you know, spread my wings and fly a little bit. And I had some of that bacon. I was like, God damn. Bridget. Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Talk about uh, pitching wood I on mean, the job. Based, oh I was going to say, yeah, like based on, based on how you react. <laughs> You had a pants tent going over there. <laughs> <laughs> this thing was more like a circus tent. Yeah, Wiggy's saying, Wiggy's yeah, saying okay. he does not get yeah. flimsy bacon. If you oh, know no, it was good, man. Right. It was okay. good. Okay, Harry Hungwell. Uh, all right. We got to take Such a break. Such a great name. We, got, we, have got, we must take a break. We will be right back. Uh, back. Gresham Foyer coming up in about 15 minutes at 10. Tomorrow the show. We got one more day to get you ready for Super Bowl 58, and we'll do that tomorrow morning, and the first ever and maybe probably last ever app off on this radio program, and hopefully you get an idea or two uh, about what to make Sunday if you are hosting on tomorrow's show. This is Cotto from Lemonster. What's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey. Um, ha- happy birthday, Curtis. Um, I just want to talk about, so Ian Rappaport tweeted saying that Elliot Wolf is going to be in charge of the 53-man roster, and yep. he's going to work with Gerard Mayo. Um, so kind of my question is, does this leave us with almost 100% certainty that we're going to get a lineman? Or, you know, what's the direction that we're going? Because if we get a lineman, man, like, I think I'm going to become a Panthers fan. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I Wiggy and Shine. Yeah, where others, does this leave us? Like they they continue to tell me that they think that's strategic disinformation. I I, I 
I don't think it is. Shime I, I think, tells you that. I don't believe it is. You don't either. believe it is? Okay. No, and Elliot Wolf. Shime says that all the time. Like, I, I just, I, yeah, I, I, I wonder how much of a bill influence those mm-hmm. guys have and whether or not they are adopting the, you know, best player at a, the, you know, the position we need, mm-hmm. best available when we pick, and that they, you know, listen, did the has the O-line been not that good for the last two and a half seasons? Yeah. Uh-huh. But you gotta when when you you're looking at the entire future of the franchise, right? You gotta take a potential franchise player. You know, certainly I know you you all want a quarterback. Right. I'm fine with the Marvin Harrison Jr. Whatever. I, I just to to waste that pick on a lineman is gonna drive me bananas. I can only go based on Elliot Wolf's track record as a GM, and the last time he was a GM, he picked Baker Mayfield number one overall. So, and I know he was in Green Bay, but he wasn't really the official GM there. So, I, I, I'm only can hope that it is a quarterback that he chooses at number three. Yeah, I, it is absolutely just disinformation. It's just smoke screens. Every team does this at draft time. They throw smoke screens around. They don't want you to necessarily know what you're doing, and it's just a, a complete mix-up thing to see if you can get somebody to make a stupid trade offer and absolutely fleece them. And that's kind of what it is. Like, well, not just... every team does it. Like, I right. mean, some teams are hiring. Cliff Kingsbury because he coached Caleb Williams in college. Right. So yeah, but then the Washington then, Commanders are not going. I don't, I don't, think, every, the I don't Bears, think every team is doing it. Right. The Bears are taking their sweet ass time telling you if they're going to trade Justin Fields or not because they don't want you to know what they're doing with the number one pick. Yeah. Like that's they teams see the will problem do stuff I have like with that all the time. The problem I have with that chime is that when you do that, what if a team does wow you? With some type of trade package, yeah, that's good. That's but, what you want. But if that, a team, oh, if it if a team is willing to overpay, it's right. Worth but it. so you end up going. We're not now taking the quarterback. We'll trade down to eleven with whoever. I forget it was Atlanta because they get wowed us. Atlanta's eight. Yep, eight. Excuse me. They wowed us, and now you get stuck taking the offensive lineman. And yeah, maybe you pick up an extra one or two first round picks, but you miss out on your quarterback. Yeah, but those extra first round picks, Wiggy. Could end up working out. I mean, look at what Houston did last year. They were because they had first round picks in their pocket. Mm-hmm. They were able to take C.J. Stroud at two yeah. and then trade all the way back up to three yeah. and take Will Anderson. Listen, right. there's no. I don't want to scare everybody, but there's no chance that they think over there in that building that the majority of Max issues were the lack of a legit offensive line and if they fix that then they fix Mac Jones they're not thinking that are they no because well, no if you're if you're go, if you're going with your perspective where it's like all right we're just going to take the best player available and if you're going specifically by best player available it's Marvin Harrison Jr like it's not a question who the best player available will be at number 3 it would be Marvin Harrison Jr if you're going to say you're going to take the best offensive lineman that's a whole different argument but if you're just does Marvin Harrison player available, does he trump Marv. the quarterback though? Like, because that's the different. Well, it conversation. depends how important the quarterback is to you. If it depends how they evaluate Jaden Daniels. If Jaden Daniels is at a, available at number three, they need to go through their evaluation process. You need to see him at the combine, see him throw, do your interview with him, the whole nine. And if you have him rated at, at, at a certain spot, then yeah, it's more important than the receiver. Yeah. All right. Well, we gotta go. Curtis, oh. you had a message oh, to quickly. send on your birthday? Uh, yeah, yesterday I was walking through M Street Park, and a gentleman from the Boston Water Commission was saying hello. All right. And he said, how's James? I said, well, he's right here. 
and he went up into his a piece of equipment and he got James two little mini tractors. Billy from the Boston Water Commission made my day. So oh. thank you to Billy. He says he listens every day. They're out and about. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. We love water. So thank you, Billy. Thank you. Very soon on your walks, you know what you'll be hearing? What's that? I told Sean the drop I wanted. He didn't have it ready. Uh-oh. I wanted to leave on that. On that. Oh. You know what you're gonna. You know what you're gonna I, hear. You know what you're gonna hear on I'm your ready. walks. What's that, Greg? What's that? Good morning, my uh, neighbors. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Happy birthday, Curtis. Oh right, man, that was a good one. Happy birthday, Thank Curtis. you. Love you guys. Curtis, birthday right. boy. Have a good one. Right. I, Wiggy and I are. We are. We are simpatico. We we are demanding a Boston restaurant make a creamy mushroom sauce with pasta. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll thanks, work on that. Thanks to the Greg Hill uh, maybe French onion a, pasta. Maybe there's a creamy mushroom app that could be prepared for a while. I will work on that. Love right. it. Gresh and Foyer next. Thank you for listening. However you listened, whether you streamed the show, whether you listened on the Odyssey app, whether you listened on the radio, thank you. And thank you for watching the show on Twitch and YouTube. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.